0: Notorious,
1: so notorious
2: Kind of a rough job. But <Hanım dying> Rust job, hand job, blow job. Nobody says no to a job if it's free. And I guess. Is that how? That's, that's how we're playing it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't
3: exactly <laughs>
4: matter.
2: Friday night it is almost September if you can believe that coming up coming up on a year a year later a year after in fact since they hauled my sorry ass off to off to jail <laughs> again <laughs> but uh yeah thankfully that's all over and done with um Got to choose my words carefully here, very carefully. I can't say a whole lot about uh, what transpired with that, because as that case is now concluded, it is rolled actually into others, (laughs) and um, it would be very stupid of me to give anything away at this stage. So, um, all I could say is that uh, I'm, you know... (laughs) Well, I, you know, no, I'm not going to say anything. I'm actually going to say absolutely nothing. But I will say thank you very much to the support and all the people that, you know, had my back and believed in me and didn't listen to the lies and the nonsense. And now those people are vindicated, you know. <clears throat> and everybody else is screaming and screeching. And,
3: ah, you, you can't keep getting away with it. Yeah, okay, well.
2: My story's always been the same, and there's about 500 other versions out there, and none of those seem to be stacking up with reality ever. Weird how that happens. Turn this up a little bit. There we go. What's going on? Homemade napalm says. Imagine being Jordan. Yeah, yeah, I got some. I'm sorry, Jordan, but I'm throwing. I'm I'm gonna have to. It's about honesty, and like you you need to be very clear. You know you about what kind of person you are and what your intentions are. When you say one thing and do another, it's like, oh, that just rubs you the wrong way, doesn't it? Being a massive hypocrite and so on and, you know, super money-hungry grifter and all. Yeah, you know, not a fan. Anyway, it says, imagine being him, studying communist propaganda and being an accomplished psychologist only to fall for the vaccine scam hook, line, and sinker. What a fag. Yeah, I mean, he at least recognized that he did that, and, and that was a fear-based response, not an intelligence-based response. I've talked about that many times. And I need to stop. I've recognized that I do this a lot and other people do it. I don't know why we do it. But if it's something we've already talked about, we feel the need to tell people that we've already talked about it before. Like anybody gives a shit and like it's going to have any context or bearing on the rest of the conversation whatsoever. It's not going to matter. So I don't know why I do that. I'm trying to stop doing that. Anyway, now that I've explained it, I don't even remember where I was going to say something about something, something about him. Oh, right. The fear. Yeah. So he uh, it doesn't matter how smart you are or dumb you are. It, it was entirely it was entirely spirit related, your power level of your inner spirit, your ability to face the world with both eyes open and not be shook and rattled and made into, you know, put into a dis- to places where you make decisions based on fear. Uh, that's those are the people that didn't succumb and the people that did for whatever reasons they were afraid of. They were made to feel afraid enough because none of them wanted to, did they? Almost none of them actually wanted to. So why did they? They were afraid of what would happen if they didn't. It's just as simple as that. you know. And the other ones were like, well, and, and it could be as something as dumb as, well, everybody else is doing it, and I don't want to be the one that's left out, and they're going to point at me. And, why did you do your part? Like all, you know how it went. It was ridiculous. And it was just only, only the really courageous, brave people would stand tall on their own and say, fuck you, I'm not doing it. No, I don't care. <laughs> Throw me out of the family then. Fire me. I don't care. I refuse. I, I refuse to comply. I'm not kneeling. I'm not giving them the power. I'm not cucking, and um, wasn't planning on talking about this right now. But I had a conversation with somebody yesterday, and it really made me think about something. And it's uh, it's it's a mental war we're in. a spiritual, like it's a, it's the war for your soul, and that's what that's what reality is at base level. You know what's it all about. They're trying to control. They want to control your mind and your soul, and uh, they're trying to do that and elicit that. And one of the ways they can make you do that. Is they make make you cuck and you cuck in a way that you do something that you know is nonsense or stupid or wrong or you know it's a lie. Basically, you're you've you're going against your core beliefs um, because someone else asked you to. So you're basically you've taken the power and agency over yourself, your own life, your decision making. You know, I'm the king of my own life. I decide what happens. You've just handed that over to someone else, and you kind of bowed your head and went, okay and now you're just doing what they want you to do. So you've become weakened as soon as you did it. Every act of putting on the mask, every time you got a vaccine, every time you just said no or, or, or just didn't say no or rather, or just looked away, each one of these acts of weakness further weakens you more. So the more you comply, the weaker you get. And conversely, the more you resist, the stronger you become to mentally you know, withstand and tolerate these kinds of attacks and put up with this nonsense and silliness. But what made me understand this kind of form of magic is, um, I was in a, I was in a relationship once and I don't want to get too, you know, it's a lot of it doesn't matter, but the part, the part of it that does is that very early on in this relationship that I was in, which was not a good one, um, this other person, why'd I say person? You got to be sensitive. everybody's different. Who right, show of hands. who who thinks I'm I'm a homosexual? <laughs> Anyone? It was a woman, obviously. Anyway, this woman um, in, like really made me feel guilty and used this kind of guilt tripping, hysterical kind of um, method to make me tell her that I loved her when I did not. Definitely didn't, and I knew that I didn't, but for some reason, this kind of strange succubus thing that happened made me just, like, go with it for some reason, and then all, and then from then on, she was making the decisions. All the, I, I was, like, under, it, there was, like, a weird kind of power shift that happened right then, and I realized, you know, much later, obviously, like, that, that what had happened, but, you know, people find themselves in these situations and you're like, how did I end up here? Why am I? They've taken your power away and you have to take it back in some manner. There has to be some kind of action or deed or correction or something. It doesn't just happen, right? You've basically consented to being to being under this person's will. This person's will said, do this. And you said, okay. So their strong their will has overpowered yours. Now you belong to them. Do you see? You don't belong to you anymore. Yeah, there's lots of people that are like I've been there. Yeah, it's I'm sure I'm not the only person that's happened to. But what I'm trying to do is that's a very common experience. A lot of people at least can put themselves in that position, or it's happened to them or something, and go, yeah, you know, you see how you've been kind of. I I don't know how to articulate this because it's a very it's a feeling. It's it's not an action. It's not like you know she smashed a plate and then somehow a genie came out to like no that's not. It was just a weird exchange that all of a sudden you feel deflated and smaller and you're like what the fuck just happened. And that is what the government did to you when they said, it's safe and effective. And you're like, I don't know if that's true, but you went, yeah, it is. And you knew it wasn't. All these doctors, and all these people, they knew what they fucking, but they were just, as soon as they agreed, they didn't have to sign anything. Their silence was consent. When they chose, they they'd want to throw their hands up and be like, oh, I, I had nothing to do with this. It wasn't me. No, it was. It, it had everything to do with all of you. And everyone made their choices, and everyone decided to do what they were going to do. Either say nothing is a choice. I will choose to not confront this. I'm not getting in the mess of this. I'm not going to make any—I'm st- I'm, I'm just—I choose to get out of the way. That's like when a guy comes to—like t- an old Western, you know, a guy, you know, kicks the door into the—clearly salu- like a gang of criminals, you know. They're going to come in, and they're clearly not a nice-looking crowd. You, you, you know what's going to happen, right? and you're one of the first guys in the way and you went and you looked at the floor and you turn, and you got out of their way and so did the next guy and, so, and then the next guy cuz everyone's seeing all these other guys get out of the way and like oh fuck there must be something and then these guys had their run of the had their run of the place maybe they t- maybe they abduct a couple of the women you know like it was crazy back then you know it was pretty much that's uh, how it But that that's the penalty that's the cost you you're like I'm not going to get involved well that's the there's a price to be paid for anything and people thought well if i resist if i say something there's going to be a penalty there's going to be a cost listen there's always a price you're paying one way or another there's you will suffer either way like that poster suffer or suffer you can suffer as a big fat disgusting sick dying you know mess of a person or you can suffer the discipline and the focus and the pain of training and denying yourself temptations and sticking to your plan and being focused and being strong that's a suffering in itself but either way you're gonna have these mental suffering. Life is suffering. There is no avoiding it. There's just different kinds. And they're trading you the kind that helps you and builds you up into a stronger, more successful, healthy, you know, accomplished, good person. They don't want to take that suffering away. Like, no, 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 you wanna suffer like this. You wanna suffer quietly, small, weakly in the dark, debased, depraved, demoralized, and destroyed. That's that's how we want you to that's how we want you to suffer through life. And then that way, uh, you'll never amount to anything. You know? That's why they don't like uh, people that, people that, the nails that stand up, you know? Example setting can be infectious. That's why they attack the leaders first. And hey, you know, Trump said this before, and. I don't think it's all about him personally, but he's not wrong in that sentiment when he says, they're they're after you, I'm just in the way. That applies to everybody that's getting in the way. They're after us all.
0: It's
2: like the taller you stand up, the taller you get. The lower and smaller you try to shrink down and get out of the way, the lower and smaller you become.
4: Choose,
2: or you can just do half and half and stay in the middle.
4: Are you
2: ready to go? Ready to go. Nigel, what's up, brother? He says, just finishing a workout. So you're all- when are you not working up?
3: <laughs> Dude's an animal.
2: So I'm just here to pay the goat. I'll catch a scream tomorrow while I'm working. Did I say scream or stream? Either either way. I'm doing, a, I'm doing a scream this evening. That would be, that's probably not, that works. I mean, we can say that. We can say scream. I'll catch the scream tomorrow while I'm working. Thank you, brother. Fuck the loons and the homos and the liberals and the donut eaters. I ate a donut today. Um, but it's like that's why I'm telling you because it's an event. Like I don't normally, I, I allowed myself to suffer that donut today. I, I gave myself permission to suffer the donut, and by suffering the donut means because tomorrow, knowing that tomorrow I have to I'm doing a ten kilometer run, but now it's a twelve kilometer run because why? Because donut. That's why. And I and I, was, and I looked at the donut and I was like, I'll run an extra ten minutes for this. <laughs> I'm going to, I'll run an extra 10 minutes. Oh, my feet are already toughened up and all blistered and shit. I'll get, I'll get fat for a day and then burn it off tomorrow. You know, that's all you got to do. You just pay for it. That's all. And, and it can be deceiving. There's people that are like fairly strong and in fair half decent shape, but they don't look like, a, like they belong in a fitness magazine. Like uh Roy Nelson. You remember him? Big country and like Tyson Fury is another great example. He's a boxer. Um, He's a boxer. He's a heavyweight champion of the world. <laughs> We're one of them, anyway. And um, they can have great conditioning, and they're very strong, but they're just covered in a layer of padding. You know, all this means. What that means is, you know, and this is going to be fat people be like. See, I told. No, no, you're probably in terrible shape, also. But you can you can be in decent. I've been like that. You can be in decent shape, but it's kind of soft looking. But it's because you're eating too much. That's all. You're retaining more uh, food, calorie, energy than you're burning. So if you just set it up properly you know like if i eat this much and i move this much i stay exactly the same size if i eat a little more i get a little bigger if i eat a little less i get a little smaller so what's your baseline you know and it's like oh i don't normally eat donuts right i ate a pizza yesterday like okay balance it out tomorrow or the next day just keep a mental track of your budget your calorie budget you know and that way you can kind of keep and you keep yourself accountable and you keep yourself disciplined it's kind of a fun game and that's why i think it's um I mean, it should be popular with everyone. It's, it's about it's about health, and they don't want you to be healthy at all. Um, I have a, an, a CBC article about how it's, uh, let's just go to it now. I always try to I always try to control my thoughts. I want them to go in certain places first, but it's like, it, it, this doesn't work, and I don't know why I fight it. I thought this was a fairy tale. I saw a fairy post this, and he's back in action. Be careful. There are news articles floating around that he's not saying, but I know, and I've seen people share it thinking it's real, and no one in the comments knows that it's fake. Every, everyone bought it. I'm like, so he's ferries him back. He's out there and he's assassinating people with memes again. So be careful. But this one actually is, is apparently real. <laughs> Jennifer asks if exercise, nature, and socializing make people happier? Research suggests we don't really know. <clears throat> no, no. Water doesn't quench thirst. You know, being fed well doesn't make you feel better. And other news of things that everyone knows is obvious, like, what studies did you need to tell you that exercise, nature, and socializing are is better than not exercising, living in a cubicle alone? That's what that means, Jennifer. Exercise, nature, and socializing make it happen? I don't think so. I don't know. Oh, uh, really? Have you ever tried it? No, I think you should be fat, disgusting blob inside of a concrete jungle cube and live only on the internet by yourself ever. And you will be super happy? Well, it's funny, Jennifer, because most people are doing that now. A lot of people are doing that now. And mental illness and prescription pill and drug use is higher than it's ever been in the history of the human race. You know? It's been going down. As we increasingly become more like this. the opposite of this ridiculous, I'm not even going to read this drivel, suggests... Uh, it gets worse. So, you know, some of us are going back the other way and it's having a profound effect. We're becoming incredibly, you know, healthier and happier. And, you know, so I guess anecdotally, but, you know, you're just trying to create, they're just trying to provide excuses to not do anything ever because they want you to die and they want you to die with them. Everybody has to be sick and disgusting and fat and and pitiful and pathetic and terrible. Um, Boomer Man says, long time, no see how you've been, Heard your charges are getting dropped. Hope all the rest as well. Keep up the fight. I got a bunch left. We're not done yet. But I guess I probably you probably heard what I said about it already, so no need to repeat Rube- uh. That's uh, who else? We got a couple more on Rumble here. Ginj G- what? Whoa. Ginjin Ginjinj. Ganja? Gunj Ginj G-I-N-J-A-N-I-N-J-A. Ginjan. Gin Fuck me and my white mouth, Jinjan, Jinjan. I I can't, man. I can't. Change your name. Change it. Was that originally Ginger Snaps? I don't know what that is, but I can't say that. I refuse. I will never read. <laughs> says congrats on the five hundred. k Yeah, again, thanks very much. I don't know if I didn't say that. I posted it on social media. Uh, five hundred thousand. 000- so <laughs> where's my? Uh, do I need sad? Vi- I think I think I, I think I will. I think we're gonna just. You know because there's a lot of people that are really upset about this unfortunately um is this a good one sad violin music that'll make you cry yeah that's what i want yes this is good okay so unfortunately all of the censorship the hit pieces the slander The lies, the debanking, the arrests, the charges, all of it. All of the attempts to psychologically break me and make me stop what I'm doing and turn back and hide. And all of the attempts to suppress and and cover and censor and deny and... Even despite all of that, 500,000 downloads of just the audio of this. Half a mil! That's all. And they are really upset.
3: (laughs) He can't keep getting away with!
2: But I can. But I can. So cry for me. Cry for me, BJ. I know I'm everything you wish you could be. And I know that must be difficult. To see that I'm superior to you in every way. I'm... Smarter than you, I'm funnier than you, I'm more entertaining than you, I'm smart, I'm better looking than you. These are just objective facts. These are just. And then there's oh, and then there's uh Ocean Crackhead. Remember that guy? Oh man, he's actually now homeless. <laughs> Pour one out for the homies, guys. They're doing. They're having a rough go. I'm sorry, but the winning will continue. I'm sorry, but we will. We are instructable. Listen. I don't know what's gotten into you, people. Dagalon means you no harm. But if you get in the way. Well, let's just say the track record isn't good. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you know, just a little bit of just a little, we like we do a little trolling. We like to troll, we do a little bit of trolling. It's called trolling, we do a little bit of trolling. I'm yeah cuz they have to. They sit here and they watch everything. They're obsessed with me. It's insane. They all they all on some level want to have sex with me. It's really weird and gross and I it's just a fucking crazy obsession. And there's so many of them, but you know. Um, so I like to do that to torture them because they're just seething and their fucking fingernails are probably digging into the side of their chair while they're fapping with the other hand at the same time. I don't know what, it, it's some kind of weird, uh, there's a BDSM style, there's something going on here. I know it's sex, everything is, is about, is sex, is, is dicks going in asses to them. Like literally everything. I think that's how they make pancakes. Like everything has to be like, but when do the dicks go in the asses? Like that is a part of everything, of the, every day, all the time. It's part of brushing your teeth. It's part of taking the dog outside. I don't even want to get into what that happens out there, but they're very perverted freak. You know, they're, they're. it's the Gotham City freaks, you know, the Gotham City freaks. So we, they watch, we know they're out there. So I like to just give them special attention every once in a while. But as for everybody else, thank you so much. Yeah, that's crazy. And again, that that's despite how many times I've been banned and censored and the fucking website's taken down and <laughs> router has been destroyed and, uh, Server yeah, the web's host dropped us that time and I'd have been banned from fucking everything at least once or twice. Sometimes YouTube six, seven times I don't know. And they just keep going. Just still keep trucking along. That must be frustrating, but for us it's very amusing. You know. Thank you very much, guys. You're fucking uh, your animals. Can't Be Dread says, Think of how much energy and pain we will save ourselves this time around, not trying to convince or save loved ones who cuck. The bees have spoken. Everybody's pretty much on whatever side they're going to be on. I saw a video earlier. I don't I don't think I kept it, though. Of um, Dan Dix was in, I assume, Vancouver, wherever area he's in. He's in B.C. somewhere. And there was a gang of people outside demanding the return of masks and lockdowns. They were all masked up with their signs like for no reason. And they were like attacked, an old guy. It was, you know, it's like there. there there's an insane cult. They're insane, dangerous, criminal cult people that probably, almost definitely, want to show their penises to children, or are okay with people that do want to show their penises to children and encourage that behavior. And they, you know, they're what again? Dicks. There's a lot of. It always comes back to dicks with these people. There's always something about cocks that have to be. <laughs> they're very. They're very. Uh, yeah, they're 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 disturbing. Michael the Conqueror. Says Big Red got a fat boy. That's right. I do have. Are you talking to me? I do have a fat boy, yeah. So Michael the Conqueror got a fat boy. You did? I thought you got something else. He says, Let's ride. God bless us and bring us all to repentance and salvation through Christ our Lord. Amen. I get no problem and I get along just fine with the Christian people. Um, yeah, the fat boy's great. It's a great motor. What year did you get? Mine's in 2017. It's fucking, you know. People are like, Oh, you're going to want to talk. i never had a. I love it and I'm, I'm good. I don't need to ever have another one. Uh, TB, 2021-01, tuberculosis, September 2021, is that what's going on? October, January, wow, Jeremy, the year starts in January, it doesn't start in September. Run, uh, Rope Gun Bomb, sounds like Tucker is trying to get an interview with Putin, what a bomb that would be, that would be wild, I would love to see that. Um, Black Belt Dissident, thank you very much, sir, appreciate that, and Fix Guys as a donation for the McKenzie Bigger Violin Fund. <laughs> I actually, My sister has one. I'm like, I should learn to unironically play the violin. Wouldn't that be fucking hilarious if I, like, do that one day? I'm just going to do this in secret, learn how to play, like, just one sad violin song on the stream. And you, I bring out the little one. I'm like, oh, actually, I bring out an actual violin. And... <laughs> I'd be like Mark Wahlberg in... Uh, in what was that movie? I think when they were cops. It's like, did you... Did you learn, did you unironically learn how to do ballet? Just how to make fun of those guys? Yeah, I did it to make fun of the queer kids that live down the street. (laughs) He's doing like twirls and shit. (laughs) What movie was the other guys? That was a fucking great movie, man. Why don't they make shit like that anymore? Just hilarious for the sake of it. I've told this story before. And I'm saying this not like for the reasons I've said it earlier, but because some people in the stream will remember and they'll back me up that I'm not making this up. But many years ago, in in that movie, The Other Guys, there's a scene and there was kind of a trend at the time when everybody was just yelling America before they would do anything, like jump into a pool, crush a beer, drive a car off a cliff. Like, you know what I mean? It was like, America! Like this thing that happened. When I was in Afghanistan... There was a, uh, I I talked about this a little bit um, last night on, whose stream was that? Fairies or Derek's and Fairies. There was a situation where we were kind of stuck. We weren't necessarily pinned down, but it just made more sense to just, they couldn't get us where we were, so we were just chilling. We just called in an airstrike. We're like, fucking, just die, you fucking losers. You know, we're just, they're just taking pot shots at us, trying to get at us. And we're just like, fuck off. We're like looking at our watches and they're just, they're like, ah, these coward Canadians, they refuse to come and fight us. They are coward... Yeah, you keep thinking that. No more village. Well, that settles that, you know. <laughs> now I forgot what I was going to talk about. Oh, where was I going with that? I, Man, I'm having like Alzheimer's lately. What the fuck? Somebody will tell me what I was just talking about a second ago. Um, why did I have to go to there? I had to say the Afghanistan story because the, just waiting. Uh, fuck. I don't know. Is it something to do with the violin? <laughs> Shit. All you heard. Well, that was the plane. But why was I telling that story before that? What was I just talking, do I have to scroll back my own stream? I, I literally need one of these people, the typewriter. <laughs> was I just saying? Where's, where's, uh, well, what was her name? St- we got to get Stacy back. I know she's all methed out, she's all coked out, she's in rough shape, but I mean, I can't, I can't keep winging it like this. This is all about learning a violin. No, that can't be it. It's lost now. I have no idea. What, oh, the story, right? Jesus Christ, idiot! I got confused. So anyway, that happens, and we're like watching, watching the smoke and the flames, <laughs> and my buddies there smoking. And I'm just looking, at and we're just both looking at this, and we're just like, it, we're both feeling and thinking the same thing. Like, I'd never seen that kind of destruction before. It's the first time I'd ever seen something like that. A fucking uh, fighter bomber aircraft just comes in and just, like, fucking nukes a whole fucking area. There was previously, like, 20 guys in here shooting at us, and now it's just dead silence and just burning and, quiet. you know, and you're just like, wow, I was fucked, you know? He's there smoking a cigarette, and I'm just kind of like, boink, boink, blinking, looking at it, and he's looking at it, and I look at him, and he looks at me, and he goes... America. <laughs> and I started laughing. I was like, that's fucking hilarious. So I tell this story to the Marines back in like fucking 2010 or 9 or whenever that When was that? Eight, 11, 10, 11 around that time. And they thought it was fucking hysterical. And then for the whole rest of the exchange, like two months, Everything is America! Like when they did anything. And then not long I like a few months later, a year later, that movie comes out, like a year later, and he does that in the movie, and I'm eating popcorn. I was like, Did Will Farrell steal my joke? <laughs> you never know the way things travel these days. You know, there was a lot of Marines on that base, and it was a popular thing to say for a few months. You don't know who knows who. So, be careful with the memes, guys. They can change the world. Uh, OG Mango says is it safe to say when the shirtless dad calendar comes out those people will buy a good 99 9 point, 99.9% of your stock? Oh yeah. Yeah, they would. I I put out a video a little while ago where I was deadlifting just to be just to be kind of a dick. I was they have to go back, you know, and that that stirred up some that stirred up some controversy. There was a lot of a lot of people, yeah, they A lot of thirsty communists, you know, they're just, they're in denial, right? Uh, Michael says 2000, oh, 2005, but just rebuilt. Nice. They last forever, dude. As long as you take care of them. I only have like, uh, I only have like 20,000 kilometers on mine though. I haven't ridden it a ton, but I've known the only owner. It was my retirement present to myself when I got out of the army. It's like, fuck this. I'm getting one of these. (laughs) I've already cheated death, you know? All right, what else is going on? All right, we get through, we get through all that? I'm fucking thirsty. What else is going on? A lot, a lot of nonsense. Right, um, so what else? Does anyone want to mention any, any more of that? 500,000 downloads, just the audio. Thanks, you guys are fucking awesome. And it's, uh, you know, in large part, the reason why I brought that up is because of your guys' uh, enthusiasm and helping and, you know, getting involved and being part of this and, you know, bringing other people from your lives into it and so on. That's really the only way this goes anywhere. Because everything is suppressed, it's word of mouth is pretty much the only way now. And uh, if you're if you're not uh, in, in plugged into one of these, what is going on? here? If you're not plugged into these algorithms, I mean, they could just bury anybody anytime. And it's really really difficult to get through. Any, like, I don't even upload anything to Instagram anymore. It's pointless. It's like you might get three thousand views. I have twenty two thousand people on that account. It's like you might get three thousand two. 000, you know, it's very. It, no one sees anything you're putting up there. You know, on purpose. So. <clears throat> this is very. This is a testament to uh, the the will and the uh, the dedication and stuff of the community to just keep kind of put. You know, it's been years of this, and it still grows every day, every week, every month. It's still bigger than it was the previous one for years, years going. So, I mean, you know, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate you. What else is going on? The masks and nonsense. It's getting cold again. Dicks. No, no. Di- they're talking about now that the kick people are talking about dicks. Get out of there. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with your minds? That's under control. The court stuff, yeah, I kind of mentioned that. There'll be more. It's it's gonna be a long we got another few months. There's a couple trials. There's... In many ways. It's like it's like waiting for that airstrike. You're just I can't say anything yet, but <laughs> Oh, there was, uh, there was some climate protesting, unfortunately, today. Um, where was this? Nevada. And uh, the police did something they don't normally do. They do what all of us wish they would have done this entire time. And they just basically ran out of time and patience. These people. The ranger. Burners of the world unite! Burners of the world and they've blocked this they've got some cardboard signs they're blocking the road off here and this guy's just like no i don't think so they start screaming hysterically did anyone get that yeah i i can't believe your cardboard signs didn't stop the police how can they do this don't they see the signs don't they know that you're being peaceful? Get out now! Get out! On the ground! Yeah, How it feel? You like it? Get the ground! Oh, you're non-violent? That doesn't matter. Did you think it mattered? How's it feel? What are these idiots doing? Their hands are like in some kind of tube. They're like those idiots in Germany. Some of them like cemented their hands to the street. They lost their hands. They had to amputate their hands. These people are retarded. Please again! Shut up! What's this guy idiot doing? Oh man, when hippies get arrested, you know, (laughs) that's just you know, it's good for a laugh. It's good, good to see. You want, you want to see that? You like to see that? There's lots to see. So we know, we we don't know, but we think it does appear we're gonna do this all again, or they're gonna try. And I really don't know how to predict what's gonna happen with this because they're starting to see this in the news now. Uh Oh no. Part two, a resurgence of cases and concern. Oh guys, there's cases. The cases are bad. I can't, I can't believe I'm saying this. This is like deja vu to a fucking, this is a, this is grotesque. I feel offended. I'm, uh, I'm insulted. This makes me physically angry to see, as I know it makes many of you physically angry to see, and that's the reason why you're angry because you know on a subconscious your soul is speaking to you, your spirit is telling you, fuck these people. And you you feel that you're right to feel that way because they're insulting your intelligence by just pretending We're, uh, We all know what's going on. It's over. Everybody knows now. Now it's just a question of who's going to continue being a scared little, you know, sick of a, a cheerleader. You're going to either be those small minority of these psychopaths like that are we want more message. Like, that, yeah, there's them. And then there's most people who are just doing like, leave me alone. That's most people. They don't care about any of this. They just want to be fucking left alone. They've got sports ball they want to watch. They're on, they're trying to get laid. They're, you know, they've got lives. They're regular people. They don't care about geopolitics. They don't give a fuck about if Stacy's going to transition or not. They're not fucking interested. They just want to fucking go to their jobs and survive and try to make some kind of a living and enjoy something because you've been making it very, very difficult for them to do. All right. So then when this comes up, you know, oh, how much patience, I mean, what's, what's the threshold? Especially when there's tons of people like me out there now, alarm. You know, we're really stoking the stoking the the. You know, they're rage farming. Well, it's true. It's it's righteous anger. Like we're right to be angry. I'm not angry for no reason. I'm angry because you're a terrible human being. You're a monster, and you're killing people. And you're angry that I'm angry, or you're upset that I'm angry, or you're scared that I'm angry. I I don't care. You're you're evil. Hey guys, did you hear that the devil is upset? Oh no. Oh, no, the child-diddling, pedophilic, warmongering slave drivers, they're upset. Oh, no, oh, no, that's terrible. That's awful, you guys. I, I didn't know I was upsetting the worst people in the world. I was upsetting the worst people in the fucking world. That's awful. I didn't, that's not what I was trying to do. I wasn't trying to do that. I was trying to destroy
3: them entirely. <laughs>
2: through mockery and they mock us back with this A resurgence in cases sparks concern oh there's concerns here's my concern my concern is that what they're doing is they're timing this because they are paying they've got smart people on their team too many you don't see them none of the smart people on the enemy team you are ever going to fucking see that's the point they don't want you to know who they are so you can't go get them what they do is they all their smart, really important people. They're in this little huddle. It's like a little cadre, and then they shield themselves with idiots that they tell them what they're, they're you know compliant. They do what they're told, but they're carrying out orders on behalf of the inner the cadre, right? The cabal. Some people you know want to call it. There's all kinds of different names for it, and all different kinds of things you can say. But there's certain things you definitely can't say, especially in Canada. Or you'll go to jail. They'll put you in jail for it. So we'll we'll call it the cadre for now. And they surround it. They they insulate itself like the yolk of an egg with a shell. And the shell is people like the prime minister or people like the leader of the opposition. Politicians, those people, dumb, dumb celebrities, talking heads in the media. It's all a giant defense mechanism to stop you from getting at the core. The, the, the bad you know those guys you don't see them you don't hear about them you know they're being shielded by this massive apparatus anyway they're they're making decisions and they're thinking and they're talking and they're looking at things and they know that as i do flu season is in december december january february you know it's kind of the traditional right around christmas time and my dad said you know when this first started he was saying remember like every year it was very common. You know, guys would talk about it at work. Like it was just something that you all talked about every year when it became December, you know. People would say, Gee, I hope I'm not sick for Christmas this year. Because well, last year I was, or he was, or they were. And it's just like that's the type of year time of year when people get sick. Uh, it's colder, there's less vitamin D. You're not outside as much, you're probably eating worse. You're not you're not you're not outside, so you're probably exercising less unless you're one of these people who goes to the gym regularly or so on. So you're probably eating shittier, your your sleep is probably not as good, it's cold, it's you know, so there's a number of reasons and factors why your immune system is depressed, and that is a big reason why that's when people get sick. You know, the flu season comes in sight. There's seasons of it, you know, and there's reasons for why. Anyway, knowing this, let's couple. Say hypothetically, just hypothetically, if there was a say a, a large segment of the population, maybe even the majority of the population, was was uh, had some kind of compromised situation with their immune system due to some strange medical procedure they may have taken. Uh, there could there could uh, there could be a, a large spike, especially considering there's like a seventy percent increase in all causes of death in Canada. It's up seventy. Death is up seventy percent. So that that's all. Uh, no. So that and now we have just potentially, hypothetically, people with a compromised immune system going into flu season would do what? Do you think? Probably. Probably probably turn some heads, a lot of people would start asking questions about what is going on? all these people are. So what you do is, a few months ahead of time, you start what's called greasing the wheel. and you start preparing people for that situation with the narrative you are going to tell them it is. And right now, though this none of this is true, uh, they're saying, oh, it's the variance concerns. They're going to say that all of this death and suffering and hospitalizations and the crisis that is going to be very real. Our healthcare system's on the verge of collapse, and any time any one of these spikes ha- could collapse it. That's how fragile it is. It's a very scary situation we're in. We're, we're a crisis away from not having hospitals, man, or police or the military. Like we're on thin ice. This whole country's being held together by gun tape. So months ahead of time, we're going to tell people about this. And then by September, October, there's going to be a variant of concern. It's going to be worse. And, oh, they're starting to see, oh, this person died. Oh, there's a little kid. And then by November, December, there's lockdowns. And, oh, it's because of the cases and the variant. And this was always going to happen, though. If they say nothing and do nothing, all the people that are going to get sick and die are going to get sick and die anyway. If they don't ever mention COVID again, nothing can change that now. So, what they're doing is taking advantage of a, of a very likely scenario that's on its way in. And they're going to use this fear and this renewed scare, you know, Ooh, what is happening, to shill more uh, products. I saw Ferry had some of the stock options or the uh, stock prices up for, you know, the big ones, F- Pfizer, Moderna, AstraZeneca, all of that stuff. They're down between 20 and 30%. It's a lot. It's quite a bit, you know, year to date, like just this year, I think. So, that's a fair, they're nosediving hard. People bought in her. So, they're looking for another bump. Here's another thing you may not know about, like stock trading and stuff. They do this and they mandate this and all this. All the money, people that only care about money. It's the only thing they like. This is what you need to know about them: stock market trading, commodity trading. I did this for a little while. I kind of. They only care about money. That's the only thing that matters to them. That's all they think about all the time. How much money can I get? How much money can I get? Over, like, how much more can I get? And what? Do I, and when I get that money, how do I use that money to get even more money than I had already? That's all it is. So they will know correctly that, oh, well, everybody's going to be buying into Pfizer, Moderna, and whatever now, because they're going to be forced to take it. They're going to have to, the, the government's going to buy it. They're, the company stock, it's going to go up for a little while anyway, for a few weeks maybe even. And then you pull out, and you're there. You've cashed out some more money. Like so that's what's going to happen they're going to cash in some more and they're going to push this to fucking make more money on it these pharmaceutical companies are very powerful they have a lot of money there was something like two dozen lobbyists just for Pfizer in Nova Scotia two dozen did anybody ask the Nova Scotia government about this? nope did anybody ask the premier, the chief, the health anybody? nope, nope, no, they didn't ask anybody they just said "Oh, there's a bunch of stuff happening, you better do what we say the flu doesn't exist anymore what are you talking about? And then I, lo- I go, who's saying these things? And I just move the curtain just a little bit, and I see 27 people in suits with briefcases full of money that say AstraZeneca on them. And I'm like, huh, what's going on here? Put those people in jail! See, very sinister people we're dealing with. So prepare for this to... Now the, the question is, are they going to buy it? Are people going to, are they going to know? Because a lot of people are very concerned. Like, guys, the Google trend searches and it for up for like uh, vaccine side effects. How do I cure myself? How can I, is there a way to undo the vaccine? What, like it's, but they had, they had to start deleting the fucking search results and hiding the trend. All of it. There's people everywhere concerned. Everybody everywhere. Nobody regrets not getting it. Everybody that has gotten it has thought of this dozens of times already now. And has definitely, no matter what they say to you, done a couple of Google searches. Every single fucking person. I guarantee it. From 16-year-olds up to everybody, man. So when they roll this out again, I don't know what's going to happen. There's going to be an acute confrontation. I think the left side, the the maniac cult members are going to not just condone like martial law level crackdowns, they're going to demand it. They will demand that people like me and maybe some of you be rounded up and shipped off to fucking God knows where because they did it last time. So if they provide them the theater necessary to justify their ruthlessly cruel, terrible, inhuman, satanic intentions, then that's what they're going to do. Conversely, they're going to be confronted by again now a much more tighter networked and familiar uh resistance force who now everybody knows everybody everybody knows who's who who's good to go who's not who's trustworthy who isn't who's a crackpot who's solid it's it's a pretty you know understood landscape now that's something else that especially because there's also people that watch me that aren't really on either team they just find the whole nightmare of it fascinating you know they're just like it's this, this is a To be fair, this is a reality show. This whole thing is a reality show we're all engaged in. I'm coming at it from my lens, which is what you would call far right. Whatever, but some people they go back and forth, and they see we know who's saying what. But there are two camps, really. In in so there's for for anyone that's interested, the so-called you know the freedom movement, the freedom people, the trucker that that and an amorphous, you know, nebulous, vague, whatever that is. You can you can cut it into two camps. One is I'm not going to name names because it's not I'm not trying to start fights. It doesn't matter right now. But one is where all of the credible um, respectable in most cases adult uh, hardworking, you know, the good people that are reasonable and not insane and have their shit together and have normal lives and always outside of the nightmare, right? There's them, and then there is what the left calls the freedom people who uh, there is a lot of crackpots out there. There is women living in their RVs insisting they are the queen of a pretend country and their followers like rub their feet or whatever the fuck goes on in there. There's people doing fake law. You know, they're being sued now. I'm a fucking Facebook lawyer, you know, cat lady. And it's like, uh, um, you know, there's, there's fake native tribes. There's like, there is so much bullshit going on. And, this is, you know, people either like me or hate me for the same reason. I'm just telling the truth. It's it's what it is. I don't care. We're not helped. Nobody's getting helped by not just acknowledging that this is what it is. And, you know, there's a lot of people that are just drunk and on drugs most of the time. That's really all this is for them. It's just their social world. They're just here to be socializing. They're just drinking and doing drugs and, rah, you know, going to parking lots and yelling at people. And it's like, that's not. That did you see what i mean there's two kind of sides there's two factions kind of here right generally they in a very general sense want similar things but out, outside of that it's you know there's different circles right i would say there's two big ones and then in within contained in those two camps there are smaller or like a like a solar system right different planets with their own moons you know like jupiter <laughs> or saturn I don't know if any of that made any sense at all. I I hope it I'm never going to try to explain it again. So if that wasn't good enough for you, fuck off. I don't I can't do better than that. I have brain damage. What do you want from me? Are you demanding this? I'm a brain damaged war veteran. How dare you? How 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 dare you, sir or madam or or Gisier. Whatever it is you're pretending to be today. How dare you? Alex Woods. He says at night when you go to bed and close your eyes, do you ever say to yourself, maybe I've gone too far. Maybe I should stop bullying our poor government. You know, they're no match for you. I don't think of it like that. I just, I just do. I'm li- I've said this so many times in the stream, but it's fucking true. And it's kind of frightening. You know, remember the Joker in the dark night when he's trying to explain like what, what he's doing. And he basically just describes the same thing that I'm doing. He's just going on instinct. Really? This feels like this is just what I got to do? He's like, I'm like a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do with it if I caught it. You know, he's just like a chaotic kind of, "Mm, I think I'm going to do this, you know? No real plan. There's no plan. You know, Do I look like the kind of guy with a plan? You know? So, in that way, I mean, <laughs> there was just, hey, there was the Omar Cotter thing that happened, and I was like, this is, this is fucking bullshit. I have to... I, I'm i going down there. I, I have to. You know, and then something else happened, and then something else, and it was just... It's just this long series of these things that keep happening that I choose to respond to. Really? I've just... I have been... Actually, when you think about it, that is exactly... I've just been counter-punching this entire time. I started getting attacked, and I'm just hitting back when they they throw one at me, and they leave the saw open, I hit them back. And they're just, you know, we're just going to keep doing this. And yeah, sometimes, man, I lay in bed at night and go, however, this goes as far as they want to take it. Because I'm not the one escalating things. I'm sitting in a room with a microphone. That's what I'm doing. Apparently what I'm doing is so is so much of a worry and a problem, it's marshaled an incredibly hilarious, cartoonishly outrageous number of resources and people and agencies against me. Like an absolute like an unbelievable amount, so much so that most people don't even believe like when they first hear about this, they're like, That's would never happen. That's insane. That doesn't make sense. But it is very much true. It's <laughs> i t- you know people very close to me i tell them a lot about what's going on like you know because i'm just if anything ever happens this story has to get out you know this is too insane so you know there's there are nights where you go i hope they don't kill us all they will start with me of course <laughs> you know uh more on that later i have a clip from um donald trump who was he did a, an interview with tucker recently I don't know if I mentioned it earlier. And I asked the guys, I don't know if I talked about it. I think I talked about it in the last stream but never got to it. But there is some there is a chilling exchange at the end of that that really shows like where, how far we've come, and that's kind of the, the barometer. That's what those guys are. Somebody like Tucker is a is a thermostat for what the temperature is. What he what he can get away with saying that isn't like, oh my God, I want a retarded fucking if he whatever if he says something and people are like, mm-hmm, like he he's matching like the, the sentiment goes up here and then he goes up here it goes like this he follows it whatever if it goes down he follows it down if it goes up he follows it up right he's not really so much pushing culture as he is adapting to it, as it changes. A guy like that. He's not he's not punching, you know, flipping tables over and knocking buildings down and fucking making enemies, you know, left and right. He's kind of playing, he kind of rode the wave, didn't he? Because 10, 15 years ago, Tucker was an establishment shill. He was a neocon, he was pro-Bush, he was pro all of this stuff, right? And to his credit, he, you know, figured things out and became a smarter person and he took steps, and he, you know, is doing his own thing now, good for him. But still... Um that's, that's how I see it. That's how I see him and what kind of guys. Yeah, I mean, not knock it off. I think he's great. I think he's, you know, I like what he does. But uh, that's kind of, I think, his general, you know, versus someone like Alex Jones who's just been, <laughs> ah! for, for the whole time, right? He's never, you know. He's always been, you know, that way. But Tucker has just kind of rode the way as it as the sentiment on these things became more acceptable to say out loud. You started seeing him, you know, commenting on the anti-white rhetoric and, and that kind of stuff being spread around and confronting it directly and saying, "Yeah, it's crazy." Then you start seeing people like Matt Walsh saying it. Charlie Kirk the other day who is, if some of these people? names may not, you know, if you're in Canada, but Charlie Kirk is a as a fairly, you know, influential conservative, but like a normie conservative. And now he's saying, hey, there's nothing wrong with being white. You're like, interesting. You know, they're catching that they're, they're not all terrible at what they do. And when they see the winds change, they start to, you know, people are fickle, man. And they're more interested in success. They don't really believe in the things as much as they want. They may have beliefs, but they don't, they believe in them this much. But what they really believe in is, you know... Doing what's popular and what's gonna what's gonna make them you know what's gonna make them some money or bring them some more followers and that kind of stuff. So if the public starts going in this direction, they're going with it. The culture war is the war. That is the most important thing, and uh, yeah. So you have Tucker. So anyway, the point is when you have someone like on a Tucker Carlson show, which has been viewed probably five hundred million times now, say, uh, do you think they're gonna kill you? And do you think there's gonna be civil war? And Trump replies, probably in both instances. (laughs) Uh, That's that's intense. Like that's where we're at now. And no one had an issue with it. There wasn't like a crazy outcry from the left to be like, "What an insane, crazy!" They just kind of glossed it. Like they know, they know what they're doing. Everybody knows. Everybody's just not. But now they are starting to say it out loud on television for hundreds of millions of people. So now that. That thought, it's been it's been said out loud. What we, we've been talking about for years is there going to be civil war in the United States. That's crazy, that's crazy, it'll never happen, that's crazy, it'll never happen, It's crazy, it'll never happen. Now, Tucker and Trump say it on TV and everyone goes, well, I hope it doesn't happen. It went from never happened to hope it doesn't. And it's, it, I, I hope it doesn't, but it's going to go from hope it doesn't to hope it ends quick, to hope it ends soon, to my God, I hope it ends. That's generally how these things go. And if they do... You know who to thank for it—the communists. We didn't; none of this was necessary. But greed and power is more important than all things, right? So we're we're just going to destroy everything because you fucking people are disgusting goblins. Cool, yeah, love it. Don't know why you're so unpopular. Richard Payne says Rumble is available on LG TV apps now. Interesting. Finally a reason to leave YouTube for good. Oh, that that is a solid move. I didn't know that. Good for Rumble. As long as they don't fire me. <laughs> I, I I'm fine. I love Rumble until they ban me and then I hate Rumble. But right now I haven't been banned by Rumble, so I love Rumble. Rumble's the best. Rumble's number 1 because Rumble lets me do this and pays me and doesn't give me any shit and that's all I ask for. That's all I can ask for. They don't have to promote me. They don't have to put me on the front of their page. They don't have to... I don't expect them to do any of that. Just don't... You know. And now I've just given them... They're all writing Rumble right now. You have
3: to ban this fucking neo-nazi.
2: <laughs> but that's a huge move to put it on... Because te- a lot of people uh, like to just... Would prefer to sit in their couch and watch it on TV. And that's what made YouTube. That really helped them take off into the mainstream. And now Rumble's occupying that spot with them. There's an alternative. YouTube's going to go out. It's If it doesn't have a... Um, an Elon Musk type intervention where someone else takes control of that company and kind of it's going to die out. It's just going to go to it. It'll it'll probably exist for a long time because of how much money they've had and the name and brand and everything it's worth. But it'll be like blockbuster video. It'll be dead for 10 years before anybody notices that. It's like, oh, that's still here. You know, they still a blockbuster here. Holy shit. Like you haven't gone in there for since 1999, you know, like, oh, fuck. I didn't know you would not even notice. Man on the mountain says fuck Pfizer, King Harry will put an end to all this nonsense. Oh, I don't even really want to get into that again. But well, you'll have to go back. You'll have to go back and watch Fairy Stream. He'll explain it to you. <laughs> it's on there. Basically, the long and short of it is Prince Harry, who is rightfully King Harry, he should be the he is the real king. He is a blue chip prospect to flip into a a far right figurehead. For a, for a number of reasons. His mother was murdered by, you know, the the bad guys. He is a bastard son and a warrior like Jon Snow. Loved by, no you know, kind of looked over and passed over by everyone. His older brother gets all the attention. He gets the hot wife that doesn't ruin his life. He gets the communist crazy, you know, woman. He loses all of his titles, his money, his land, all of that. He gave all this up to make this stupid bitch happy. She's divorcing him now. He's going to lose all his money. He's going to fucking, he's been, you know, and in the past he's been caught with some interesting costumes, interesting parties. He does come from a line of Germans. You know, the royal family is German. What was it, Coburg? Coburg? Saxon Co- Saxe Coburg or something. I, we just talked about this recently, but then they changed it to Windsor because they were at war with Germany, and we're like, "Well, this this is awkward. I think we should change our name." And they did. And uh, you know, many other. He's a war veteran. You know, he's got all these. He's got all these things going in his direction, and his entire life has essentially been destroyed by woke nonsense bullshit. Pretty much, any chance or anything he had going for him to make him that could have made him really successful and happy was shut down because of nonsense woke garbage bullshit oh so he dressed like a nazi at a halloween party once when he was fucking 19 years old ruined his life fucking and then they this they did this they like tried to make him kick him out of the army they ruined a the fucking deployment the guy's just trying to do live. if he wasn't who he was no one would have give a shit right he could have been a fucking general by now or something or you know but he's like nope sorry that's over Fine, I'll just marry this one. No, sorry. the uh, Things have changed since uh, you've been around, uh, Harry. The, many of the women are now communist, succubus, uh, evil devil people. And uh, they're just going to use you up and dr- spit you out and take you. So he's just getting beat to fight. He's like, oh, geez, I'm so depressed. I'm so heartbroken. I don't know what to do. I should call my mom. Oh, right. They murdered her. Come with us, Harry. We can save you you're one of us Harry you've always been God save the king uh, you know so the plan is if we meme Harry into the throne I mean the presidency of the United States is one thing but the king of England could you imagine a really like motivated he's like super jacked now because he just got divorced and he does what a lot of guys do they just start hitting the gym like crazy to get revenge and try to start going after the hottest women they can find because out of revenge that's what he's doing now This guy, he's all, you know, he has like a blood feud with his brother because he took their side and they scored him. And, you know, he takes control of all of those assets and he just declares war on all. (laughs) That would be a powerful man to have on your team, you know, the king of England. Oh, it's just symbolic. His money's not symbolic. His fucking power and influence is definitely not symbolic. I'm telling you. If you had a fucking young, angry fucking man on a revenge mission like that That would be a fucking curveball, you know? So I mean Trump is one thing. This guy, how old is he? 37? I'm afraid you'll be dealing with King the the Red King for quite quite a long while. Philip release the bees. <laughs> release the bees, Philip. Oh and um they all must go back. <laughs> the king has spoken, they must go back. I'm saying, I don't know. Why not? Why not? Let's let's try to install as many fucking evil dictators as possible, right? As many trumps and as many red kings and as many fucking Japanese bushido crazy emperors like whatever we need. Wherever they are, we got to prop them, we got to get them in there. <laughs> Oh, you know, he flew an Apache gunship and killed like 37 people. And he said something like. um, He said, it's not that I'm he's like, I'm not happy about it. I'm not like going to sit here and and be like celebrate that I've done this and killed all these people. But I'm not. I'm not sorry either. (laughs) That was his answer. Something like that. So I'm like, this guy, he be based. I don't know. He's in there somewhere. We got to dig him out. The boy who would be king. You know, he's John. He's 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 ginger John Snow, isn't he? He's ginger Snow. He's pale. He can't go in the sun. He's like me. He's got a ginger beard. You know, bastard, forgotten son of the English throne. Whole family threw him away. Crazy wife is gone. He's got he's got nothing to do now but scroll four chan. That's all he's doing all day long. What are you guys waiting for? He's right there. He's a depressed, probably hitting the bottle. You know, she's what she's taking the kids, everything. He's it's over. (laughs) Emperor Harry. Yeah, we don't know. And I said the Union Jack, hey, like you just put that white stripe right through there. We'll be allies, you know. We'll help resurrect the Empire. We'll all we'll all hide, and that was that was the end of the scenario. We'll all we'll all be hiding on crown land in Canada, and then the government's coming to finally kill us and finish us off. <laughs> no, what was the song? <laughs> yeah. I always well because I'm thirsty. We're all hiding there, you know, and it's like a big Waco situation. All the military, they're all there with their dildos in their asses, and they've all got their rainbow helmets on. Hi, and they're like, "We're coming to kill you." We're like, oh my god, it can't end like this! I'm like you have to come out so we can murder you. Where you're on government land, and then for no reason, out of out of nowhere, you just hear over over like really loud speakers, and then an, an Apache gunship appears over the tree line like this, just raises vertically, and it's Harry, and he's wearing just sandals. No shirt, Florida board shorts, and pit vipers. And he's like, I believe
3: you're on the king's land. He's got a big cigar. Everyone's waving British flags. Harry!
2: Phillips in the pilot seat, or is
3: Harry in the gunner seat? I don't know.
0: Thanks.
3: Richard Payne says I didn't go there because of BJ or Tamara or any
2: of the people who started it didn't know who they were and didn't care it was a purely organic gathering of people crowding every overpass of the 400 the crying young moms with their kids we knew why we were there they knew why we were there it was man it was really it was really something um and i'm glad you brought that up because i want to i wanted to uh point this out because it's it's interesting and it's true where the hell is this fucking Trump? There it is here. Take a listen to that. Take a listen to what he says here because it's relevant to the the civil war. Or are they going to kill him stuff? I just meant But he, I think he talks about the J6 thing here for a second. Just a sec. Listen to this.
1: They want to come in legally. Do you think we're moving towards civil war? There's tremendous passion and there's tremendous love. Uh, you know, January 6th was a very interesting day because they don't report it properly. Uh, I believe it was the largest crowd I've ever spoken before, and you know some of the crowds I've spoken before.
2: He's he's going to describe this, and you're going to know exactly. If, especially if you were there in Ottawa, you're going to know exactly what he's talking about. It's the same feeling, and the feeling that he's describing. And he's talking. He, he says, "Oh, it's love. It is. It, it's being amongst your people and your tribe, unified in large numbers on a mission. You know, it's such a powerful." You know, wonderful feeling to know. And it's almost like you could kill us all, and it wouldn't matter because we're all we're all here. We're all together. You know, the team is is fucking here. It's like, it's it's an amazing feeling. And that used to be all the time. They used to have these you know big event, and it was like that's what Canada Day, July Fourth. That's what it used to be. Everyone would just gather together and like high five and be like, we we're all awesome. This fucking rules. This place is awesome. Good job, everybody. You know that, that you know. And they've taken that away from you, and you got a glimpse of it in Ottawa, and they got a glimpse of it here in, in Washington before things went sideways, and the fucking FBI did what they did. But up to that, you tell me, you listen to this and tell me, it's this. It was the same thing. It's that that emotion, that feeling, that energy. That's where the victory is, and that's why they're trying to keep you from from gathering it ever again.
1: And uh, like July Fourth on the Mall, uh, I think they had a million people there, uh, but I think that. The biggest crowd I've ever spoken before was on January 6th, and people that were in that crowd, a very, very small group of people, and we said, patriotically and peacefully, peacefully and patriotically, right? Nobody ever says that. Go peacefully and patriotically. But people that were in that crowd that day, very small group of people went down there, and then there are a a lot of scenarios that we can talk about. People in that crowd said it was the most beautiful day they've ever experienced. There was love in that crowd. There was love and unity. I have never seen such spirit and such passion and such love. And I've also never seen simultaneously and from the same people such hatred of what they've done to our country. So do you think it's possible that there's open conflict? We seem to be moving towards something. I don't know. Because I don't know what it... You know, I, I can say this. Uh, there's a level of passion that I've never seen. There's a level of hatred that I've never seen. And that's probably a bad combination. Donald Trump, thank you. Thank you very much. Very much. Thank you.
2: That is a bad combination,
1: by bad the Bad combination.
2: <laughs> They're fucking talking about it out loud, dude. And it's not ridiculous. That's that's the scary part of it. It doesn't matter where you are on this issue. It's like that's that's how cl- how much closer to reality it's come when it's reached this level where the most serious figures in the in the nation are talking about it out loud and no one's laughing we're fucking getting close it's real close now it's cl- if they kill him it's on if um they're just he's he's more popular now than he's ever been ever If they actually counted the votes properly in the United States, I think he would win like, <laughs> be a blowout, like outrageous against these biggest probably you know be the biggest win you've ever seen, and it would be. I I would probably yeah, it probably would be. I don't see. How all of these people are going to accept? like What are they going to do? They're trying now this Fourteenth Amendment rule, which was brought in after the Civil War. The first time, <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about it like it's a foregone conclusion. I, I, unfortunately, I feel like it is. I don't. I also. You know, like like Trump said, he's not wrong. A lot of passion, a lot of a lot of hatred and passion. Probably a bad combination. Yeah, it is a bad combination. It's like nitroglycerin in a fucking clumsy clumsy hand. It's of course it's gonna blow up sooner or later, unless something changes. That's that's what I took away from what he said. I don't disagree. Madness. So I don't know they're gonna try and uh after the so the fourteenth Amendment thing uh was brought in after the Civil War and it was to basically prevent certain people from running for president because they were suspicious that they were still loyal to the Southern, you know. We just fought a war against these people. We can't be giving them the keys to the kingdom and, you know, that kind of thing. So the that's what it was for. So they're trying to use that against Trump and basically say because he tried to overthrow the government, he's an—he's like an enemy just like the Confederacy was and and he should be barred from all – so that, that's what they're going with. And they're evi- what they're using to that is like, well, because legally, what did he do? Well, he tried to – he initiated recounts on the ballots and they're saying that's him trying to overturn the election. That's the legal argument they're using, which is fucking ridiculous right? But if they, and everyone's paying attention. Like he's, he's a, and I'm just saying he's a beloved, very popular, super mega, like cult. Oh, they're a bunch of cultists. Yeah. They really like this guy. That's what I'm telling you. They're not like kind of into it. It's like they have his face on their fucking underwear, dude. This might be the most famous American in the history of America. (laughs) I said this to Greg last night. And um, I thought about it afterwards again, and I'm like, I I know I stand by this. If the United States, then it's just you know I don't I don't hate the guy I I, I like him. <laughs> is he perfect? No, but who is? Does he does he said and done a lot of stupid? Yeah, but who doesn't? Um, I think his heart's in the right place. I think he's I I do think he's trying his best. I think what he wants is the legacy. A guy like this, as much money as he has, as powerful as he is, everything that he's all. Everyone, why is he doing this? What's in it for him? It's not money. He's losing a pile of money to do this, so that's not what he's after. What does a guy like this do after he's everything he's done in his life and everything he's conquered and everything? Like, What is there to do? He's taken this on as, a, per, as like a challenge. That's what he likes to do. He likes to beat people at things, doesn't he? He loves that shit. And he's taken these people on who he really doesn't like, and neither do we. And he's like, I want to beat them at this. I want to beat them at the game of everything. For the presidency of the United States, now the enemies he's taken on, like this is this is someone the emperor himself, the ba- you know the real bad guy, the people that run this fucking planet, because it's not the president of the United States. That he's getting directly in their way, like that's whoever that is. I have my suspicions, you know. That's who you're that's who you're going up against. Like that's crazy. <laughs> Uh, tends to get people killed in America. And that's why that's why Tucker asked that question. It's like we all subconsciously know that because the people that were shot and killed, well, they were probably good guys because why else would they have been killed? Look who runs the world, you know? Both Kennedys were killed. Malcolm X was killed. You know what I mean? They take people out, dude. J- uh, JFK Jr., like, at, all the time. So everyone's like, oh, no, they're worried. The American psyche is traumatized that this is going to happen again because this is what happens in America. Do gooders, they're called, get killed often, actually. Cause they're bad for business. He's gonna be very bad for the business of a lot of people, no matter what happens. And they've really tried to so you know, for the for those for those and many other reasons, like I don't I don't think it's oh, he's secretly working for that. no, I don't think so. That's that's just that's too crazy. That's too much. So if the United like <laughs> like he, he is America, he looks like a bald eagle. <laughs> If the United States was a person, if you put it into a caricature of a human being, we're all at a party. Here comes the United States. It walks in. What, is they, what do they look like? It's definitely a man. A big man. A tall, big, loud bully of a guy, right? But because he's so big and he's powerful, a lot of people want to make him happy. They kiss up to him. They suck up to him. Sometimes he takes advantage of them because he knows what they're doing. But he, he means well. He's trying to do his best, and, you know, he makes mistakes. He's fumbly, He's just a guy like anybody else. He gets drunk and does stupid things, you know? His heart's in the right place. But if you fuck with him, he'll fucking destroy you. <laughs> you know? That sounds like the United States to me. That You know, that's basically, you know, in a nutshell. <clears throat> you know? Listen, I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be helpful. But if you fuck me around, I will nuke you. I will drop nuclear weapons all over the fucking place. I'll kill everybody. I don't fuck. I was in jail. They put me in jail. Can you believe they put me in jail? I turned them into glass. Glass city. You can skate on it. Beautiful skating there now. I put a casino on the lake of glass that used to be an enemy city. <laughs> I don't know who he would know. Well, yeah, I know who he would know. What city does he mean? It could be any city. <laughs> and there's this chilling clip. Not really chilling, but like, I love that you can go back and see these. And uh, I just want to cap off that. Like, I'm not, oh, I'm, I'm worshiping Trump. I'm just, I'm in Canada, right? Like, this isn't my this isn't my fight, you know? Godspeed, Americans. I hope you fucking win, because if you don't, we're all fucked. Like, we're all dead then, so. <laughs> it's kind of, a, kind of an issue. Um but th- oh, I love getting even the- there's this uh quote this is looks like I want to say late 80s Trump so he's looks like he's about forty looks like he's a little bit older than me maybe at this time and uh maybe mid 40s and he starts by saying like what what does he like like what does he like to do and it's a, an interesting look into his brain what he says in this exact moment what do you like to do? He likes to get even with people. He likes to. He likes to win. He likes to get get one out. You know what I mean. You fuck with me, but what, guess what? I'm going to get you back worse, and I'm going to win. That's what he likes to do. That's exactly what he's trying to do right now. He's love. He love. This is. And he also says, uh, "I hope someday I lose everything and I become like just you know in a terrible position, so then I'll know who my real friends are." <laughs> Check this out. Oh, I love getting even with
1: people, but. I will. Yeah, slow I will have up. Wiped.
2: You love getting even. Oh,
1: Absolutely. It. You don't believe. You don't believe in the eye for the eye. You do. <laughs> no. I know you well <laughs> enough. I think. Well, I used to say, and in fact, I think I said in my first book that, and maybe this was foolish, but I, I really meant it. That someday I'd like to maybe lose everything for a period of time to see who's loyal and who's not loyal. And I frankly, I found out a lot and of did things. Did you find out loyalty. who's loyal and no, not loyal? I tell loyal. you what, and you can't guess it. You can't predict it. You think certain people would be loyal no matter what. <laughs>
2: interesting, right? It's fucked, dude. How do you not like who's watching TV anymore? Are you fucking kidding me? Are you paying attention to what's happening in the world? We got fucking, you know, this is like the craziest game show I could possibly imagine. And we're like just in the audience, but the sometimes the audience gets to participate. Oh, this audience member made a meme. Let's put them in prison. <laughs> what? What? You know? Where's my game sh- Yeah, let's what are you guys? You watching TV? Reality TV? You're watching the Kardashians? You know, like World War Three is possible right now. Like that's a that's on the table. U.S. dollar could collapse. Everything could could collapse anytime. We're tightrope walking civilization right now. There's like open war in the streets. There's, like, race war all over America. It's coming to Canada. Entire cities are falling apart. Retailers are, aban- are just abandoning operations in cities because they've lost control of the cities. There are drag queen monster people trying to molest kids in schools. Uh. Hey, and if that doesn't do it for you, maybe you're into the weirder stuff. Did you know there's a thing called the Large Hadron Collider? It's a giant tunnel tube in Switzerland that almost every country in the world piles money into, and it's trying to discover, like, alternate dimensions to basically try to control this one. So I don't know if that's a time machine. I, I don't know what that is. Oh, and, uh... A shitload of people are really sick and dying, like way more than ever, and death is up seventy percent, teetering on the verge of a civilizational crisis. Don't don't get sick either. Go to the hospital. You'll be you sleep on the floor for days. It's basically the Soviet Union over there now. So,
3: Uh,
2: what else? Hey, you go to BC. You want to go to Vancouver? You can just get fentanyl on the street. You can get it from a pharmacy. It's all legal. You do whatever you want now. There's there's miles of people just hanging there like zombies. Legs are standing straight up and their upper halves are just folded over. Like they're asleep in the walking dead. You don't want to make too much noise when you walk by them in case you alert the horde. So, you know. Oh, but you're you're watching re- okay, you're watching TV and you're eating cheese. All right. Yeah, no, it's no, it's fine. No, there's nothing. What's going on anyway? Oh, nothing. Nothing's going on. Nothing at all. Pretty boring actually. What a time to be alive, And, and indeed. Uh, Godzilla says, I've got an idea to pull the plug on the next vaccine mandate. Everyone watching RageCast chips in $5 and we, play, we pay Dylan Mulvaney to prance around in a man thong in a selfie video shilling for Pfizer. <sighs> Calculating. I feel like their team that manages that creature uh, would not... They, that would get screened out. They're aware of it now. They already nailed, was it Brett Favre or Tom Brady? The fucking Goyan TV guys got him with the USS Liberty, bomb, the Cameo thing. So now they're hip to, now they know there's a risk. They know that the internet Nazi people will get them on Cameo and make them say silly things. So that's very, they're very scared of that. So they probably have people, that that door's probably been barred now. You know, that way into the castle to humiliate people has probably been closed off. But that that may have worked. That may have done damage, actually. I'll give you that. I don't know. I wonder what it would cost. thousand dollars? Like, what do these people do? They, they do it for... Well, they're just celebrities on there that'll do a video about you for, like, two minutes for, like, 500 bucks. You know, it's, like, hilariously affordable. Like, that's a lot of money. But at the same time, you would think it isn't for something like that. And the site takes a big cut of this. So I'm like, all of, are all these celebrities broke? Like... Why are you doing cameo? How much are you possibly making doing cameo? I mean, they're not charging like fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars a video. It's like two hundred bucks, seventy bucks. Some of them you're just like, really like. So this is like OnlyFans for celebrities. They're just whoring themselves out to anybody, anybody that'll pay them to say words. They'll do it, and they have a rate. It's hilarious. Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, what Brett Favre said wasn't even that bad. It was like yeah, and he was and they and they humiliated him to apologize on that. So I don't know. that would be that would be terrifying though. Because you do want it. Yeah. But that's what they did. Bud Light associated with something disturbing and gross that nobody wants to be near, and they they destroyed their brand. So if you can associate their plans with something disturbing and gross, make it connected in the minds of the public. They may run. They may flee. Boiling Frog. He says, uh, in a whispered tone,
3: <laughs> Hey Harry, remember when Spain and Italy had to kick the Muslims out? It's your turn, Red King.
2: Who's whispering to Harry these things? Who's whispering these Islamophobic things? Boiling Frog, who is, this, who is this coming from? Is this George St. Pierre? Are you George St. Pierre? New rumor, Boiling Frog is actually George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre is a fixture of a far-right figurehead's podcast. Source a an out of context clip that is on Twitter. Therefore, everyone now begin writing stories about it, and acting like hysterical children. Go, go, go! There's no time to waste, journalists. Or maybe it's JF. We don't know. Boiling, he's boiling though. He's angry. He's an angry frog. He's got a Quebec flag avatar. That could be a lot of people. That could be a lot of people in Quebec. We don't know. Man on the mountain says diagonal Diag- oh, Bumped. He um, says has a way of transmuting fantasy into reality. Yeah, it's. it's I have magical powers. We. Ha- what do you think? You think this is a joke? It's. It's, it's real. He's a real. Okay. All right. He says, the future king of England has already been decided, he just doesn't know it yet. No, he doesn't. He doesn't know. He's probably depressed and considering suicide right now, but what he doesn't know is that dark forces from the uh, odious corners of the internet are already conspiring to rescue him in his hour of need. (laughs) Richard Payne says, Trump is the only politician in my life who went into office wealthier than when he left. You mean less Canada or the U.S., that says it all. The recent campaign against him just affirms it more and more. Yeah, you mean less. You know, he lost money. He lost a billion dollars or something, didn't he? Well, it cost, a, a presidential campaign costs about a billion dollars to win one now, like a competitive one. You're going to need to spend a billion dollars. That's fucking crazy. Spent a lot of that money, and he, yeah, he lost a pile of money. They Kanye'd him before they was... Before they before they called it getting Kanye'd, they Kanye'd Trump. They fucking raided him and took for for everything. Took for everything they could get out of him. He lost a lot of money, man. And he's still doing it. So that's like, that t- he's not doing it for money. And they're trying to get his tax return. They, they try to attack every, they try to take everything, everything they could get from him. And, you know, sometimes things are just what they look like. I would be very sure, you know, and would make this into a Trump debate. I'm aware of his flaws, you know, and I'm, we don't, you know um so the recent campaign against him just affirms it more and more every day he never had to do any of this he just keeps going more and more I see it every day the overreaction by the goblins says it all yeah they're really pissing people off and they're making him more popular than he's ever been in history he's more popular than he's ever been and um <laughs> what are they going to do cheat twice as hard like i i don't know man i don't know what they're going to do hopefully they don't kill him <laughs> michael the congress says, king of the north yeah, Kira says Red King fun. Thank you very much. Wallbanger says uh, they have denied the divorce. Yeah, I will see. We'll see about that. Scrambling, panicking, people are on again, off again. They'll they'll divorce eventually if they if they you know fight it. But uh, Uncle Kenny says, speaking of planets and solar systems, it seems uh, Roe prefers Uranus. <laughs> Loves it, dude. Lo- eats it up. Can't do it. Any- he can't can't get through his day without thinking about me. Not not once. He really loves me. Uh, Michael says, first saw a video of you at the beginning of the convoy asking, you know what you're going to do? And I was howling. Oh, right. What are you going to do? Yeah, yeah. Found your show after convoy and have been watching since. Thank you for standing while they hit you. I like it. No, I don't like it, but I just, you know, it's it's counterpunching. They started it. They wouldn't leave me alone. Uh, Wallbanger says, uh, seeing the guy with the signs being attacked like that makes me just want to get some signs and go stand with him. Exactly. They, they don't I don't know if they, they don't understand. they like Because it's not clear to them. They don't think like we do. So the people on our side who do think this way are like, why would they do these things? It's just going to make more people hate them. It must be a conspiracy. This is some kind of psyop. No, they don't think like you. They don't think like that. They think like hysterical, emotional women. Many of them are. And they just think, destroy this person. Re smash. There, there's no like thought not a lot of thought goes into this. It's very knee-jerk over-the-top hysterical reactions to everything. Oh, they're trying to make us do I I don't know. I don't think it's that complicated a lot of the time. Uh, a lot of them are just uh, you know clowns. Yeah, I didn't know what they I didn't know what they were gonna do, but it, it quickly became clear what the what the plan was after weeks of frustration uh king of the north yeah and michael says my song i'm not sure what song you mean was that the kickstart my heart song yeah that's that's what has to be playing in the apache as he flies overhead jaded mandarin thank you very much sir i appreciate that and uh there was one more somewhere down here from d109 thank you for all you do snacks for philip oh what'd she send you that'll get you half a gram phil that's not bad <laughs> oh a third you know a guy wow those are crazy prices Uh, Richard Payne says with less money than he went in. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, he got poor. All the rest of them get rich being president, right? And the amount of crimes that they've all got that we know that they've all committed. George Bush, are you kidding? Obama? Clinton? Come on, man. Are you kidding? No, Trump's the criminal. Holy shit. This is hysterical. Like, but I hate him. I don't care if you hate him or not. Objectively, this is ridiculous to say that to somehow say he's the bad guy. And when you look at the people that are attacking him, who are like infinitely worse, they make him look like some kind of saint by comparison. That, that's not a joke. Next to standing next to those people, Trump's a guy who had a couple of bad days in his life. <laughs> you no, know? standing next to these fucking monsters. Yes, yes, get them. we got to get them. It's just the hysteria machine. They're so good at it, and the zombies just eat it up, and they can't wait to serve and please their master and say, I'm a good boy. They teach you to do it in school, and they learn how to. That's how they survive. That's a personality type. The teachers, you know, you reward good behavior, you reward obedience and stuff in school, right? You get little stickers in your report cards, don't you? So that's what they do. They grew up, they never changed. They're trying to please the fucking. I'm doing what I'm told, I'm a good boy. There's no thinking taking place. It's just. Uh, Billy Bob says, who's this other Billy Bob? There's two Billy Bobs. I heard the last show the other Billy Bob call me out. To be fair, if he's been listening to you more than two months, he just may be the first. Oh, that's Billy Bob the bigot brick and his bigot brick family that are built back better with bouncing baby bigot basket of bricks and bustling brassieras and bastions of bigotry. Right there. There's a whole family of them. You can see them. That's Billy Bob over there. And that's his wife, Brenda, I think. I don't know. No, it doesn't matter what her name is. He's never cared. And uh, those are his children. For some reason, many of them look like us. But uh... I've been down here a long time. And <laughs> the first brick was me legitimately having a mental breakdown. He's got arms and eyes now. He's alive. He's alive. He starts talking. You know, The rest was everybody else made those. I didn't do that. Those were other people made those. I did make, I did, I did turn in an imminent. I was streaming from a pile of rubble for months and months. Literally a pile of rubble just on the other side of this wall. And, you know, I was lonely. I needed friends. I was like, oh, maybe this brick could be my friend. You know, like Tom Hanks in Castaway. So he became Billy Bob the Bigger Brick, who's going to build it back better. And And he's doing it. He's got a lot of kids. I'm a busy guy! He is a busy guy, so that's that's that Billy Bob. I don't know if you're you're probably a different. Tell him he owes me money. He says he says he you owe him money. Billy Bob Prime says Billy Bob One owes I don't know. Figure it out between yourselves. This is this sounds like a problem for Billy Bob's, and I I don't I've wasted more than enough time on this. <laughs> all right, did I catch up all this? I think so. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. What's this? What should we... Oh, right. I could attack Peterson. Ah! (laughs) There's uh, more vaccine stuff. This is fun. Speaking of goblin people, uh, again, recently, Canada's doing well. You're doing great, kid. Rob uploaded this, I think, yesterday. I don't know when. In Ottawa, (laughs) it's called... (laughs) It says Ottawa trans Fest all ages dildo ring toss, pretty inflammatory head, uh, title But to be fair, there are children at a dildo ring toss in Ottawa where there are transsexual uh, people putting on performances. So technically, technically that is correct. I mean, no, oh, that's a ridiculous thing to say. Well, I, it sounds like it. It sounds very deliberately offensive and bigoted and all these kinds of things. But that is an accurate depiction of what's happening. Isn't it? That's a uh that's like a four year old or a five year old. There's a stroller with a baby. Yeah, we're just there's mommy ring tossing on some rainbow cocks. That's a good it's a good experience. So I mean that if you if you're in Ottawa over the past couple of weekends, whenever that was, maybe you missed it. Maybe you can go back next year. Maybe you'll have to call and ask about uh all kinds of things. What is this? I oh, don't I don't remember downloading this. Oh, that's just basically the destruction of Canada. If we want to get depressed, we can watch that. It's just a montage of Thanks. Oh, Canadian Spawn. Are you like the Michael Giant White Spawn? That guy's jacked. He says, uh, you could see the monster in action during the RNC debate. The moment Vivek said shut down FBI and 3 other agencies, they uncover goblins and on Q almost like they were told to. I don't think he knows what he's supposed to be doing yet. This guy's a plant, in my opinion, this Vivek guy. <laughs> he um, he wants to support Israel so much That they don't even need help from anyone ever again. And even then, they're still going to give them help. And they're still going to give them so much. And they're just going to basically do anything they want forever and ever. You know, we love you so, so much. He went on like a disgusting minutes-long ass-kissing ceremony. Uh, And I believe someone told me, I haven't verified this personally, but this is what I've been told. If somebody wants to go look into it, I would suggest it. because it's For a couple of reasons, it sounds like I think that's true, but I can't. Les Wexner of Epstein Island fame, Les Wexner, you know, maybe you don't know who that is, but Les Wexner is one of these guys who, you know, gives money to people to be powerful, basically. I want you to be the mayor of San Francisco, and he gives you money to go be the fucking mayor, because I got business there, and I want, they, you know, they buy politicians all the fucking time, and this is one of these guys. He's very well polished. He went to the same politician school that many of them go to, and you can tell by the way that they talk. It's a very, it, it's a it's a character. When you think of a guy like that, when you think of President Obama, when you think about the Prime Minister, when you think about uh, the French uh, president, the way that they talk, their their the cadence of their speech, their rhetoric, the words they choose, how they their hand and head movement, and so, it's almost like they're all play trying to play the same character, isn't it? Because they are because this is a character they've developed that they use in liberal Western democracies to fucking placate the idiots. This is what this is what scientifically focused tested works the best to placate the idiots. So they all get trained how to be this character called the president. and they whichever one acts the best president actor, that's the one that people like the most. So that's what you're seeing them do. And this guy, I think, has he's got some training for sure in coaching and speech and this kind of stuff. And he's just like, Oh, I didn't know I'm supposed to worship. Oh yeah, never mind. He just completely flip flop, like yeah, he's a clown. And it's point he's not gonna that guy's there's no defeating Trump. It's impo- it's impossible. It's ridiculous to even think you're gonna you're gonna win it's <sighs> I don't know. They're just trying to siphon off as much of his base as possible and trying to cause infighting and influence and stuff. So they yeah, go in there and throw him in there. I don't, I don't buy that guy's legit you know, for one second. Um, let's see. Bad Grandpa. Thank you very much, man. You didn't have to do that. Uh, he says, Philip, President Putin would like his briefcase back. Do not push any buttons. Don't ever get... Where are you going? He's... Okay, there is a briefcase. Great. You know I'm on conditions, right, Phil? Are you bringing in weaponized briefcases again? One time he had one that, like, deployed a gas. He kept wanting to say he wants to deploy the gas, and he'd always bring this briefcase. I'm like, you're not? No. Why? And and he wouldn't tell me what kind of gas. And I'm like, I don't want to. Are we talking laughing gas? Is it cyanide? Like, I don't know. I don't trust it, right? So I made him promise, like, he's got to keep the briefcase, he's got to keep the briefcase, you know, toys in a certain room. You didn't tell me, but... Doesn't matter. We'll deal with this later. I'm, I'm supposed to be working right now. I can't be dealing with this. Um, all right. RNC convention, right? Yeah, yeah. He owes Victor secret?
3: What are you guys talking about?
2: Trump derangement syndrome is a hell of a drug. It sure is. It sure is. Um, what about Peterson derangement syndrome? <laughs> There's a lot of people defending the shit out of that guy. And I understand why, but the the need and this this really effeminate, which is what it is, need to have this daddy hero figure is just a huge tell that you're a weakling, or that you're weak, because you need to have this some kind of powerful figure that's gonna like do and you, and because of that need to this for this version of this person to exist because you can't. You don't want to face the world on your own. You've placed your hopes in your, you know, your into this person. That you'll ignore it when they do something really fucked up. That is a huge red flag, and you'll just look the other way because you're like, no, that's daddy. Nope, I don't care what daddy does. That's daddy. I'll do whatever daddy wants. Daddy's the best. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not particularly impressed with that kind of attitude. So. There's a I got a I got a couple of issues you know never mind the anti-white stuff that Peterson does which is bad enough but now he's ripping people off. Slicky Ricky says keep knocking it out of the park. Grab Phil a, a pint a point a point or a pint. What's he What are you talking about? Does this drug talk Phil? What's a point? Is this new? Is this something else? Is there new designer drugs? We don't know. All right, all right. Let's just get to this fucking, this fucking guy. If I can begin the all right. So what happened is, of course, he's going to appear. He's going to fight a court decision on a judicial review, which says he's he's being ordered to undergo, you know, basically brainwashing, sensitivity training, or they're going to take his or they're taking his uh, his uh, psychology practicing license. I see. Um, I'm stunned by this ruling, he says in a recent interview with Toronto Sun. It's kind of a funny disappointment because I'm disappointed more as a citizen of Canada than the personal side. Peter asked for a judicial review of the College of Psychologists' order that he undergo the training, arguing that it was a violation of his freedom of expression, however, the court ruled in favor of the call. Of course, they did. They're communists, right? That's not the point. The point is that all these people want to prop guys like this up as a hero figure, and it's lazy. It's lazy, and you're investing your energy into people that didn't earn it. And this, you know... He was fine with all this stuff for a long time. A lot of the subversive stuff that's been happening until it affected him, until they insisted that he use the pronouns. And he wouldn't use the pronouns, so then that propelled him into, like, superstardom because he wouldn't use the pronouns. Everything else, though, is fine. <laughs> Literally everything else. And he also pushed the, the. Uh, at first, you got to get vaccinated. He's, he's all boosted up. He did his part. Now he regrets it and wishes he didn't. Now he's mad about it, or so he says, anyway. Because there's a thing you need to know about Mr. Peterson and that he really likes money. Like he really, really, really likes money to a point that he's willing, that, that he's a bad guy. I don't think he's a good person because he's willing to put you out so he can not, so he doesn't have to spend his own money. He'd rather you spend your money than he spend his. And he's worth like, I don't know, is he worth a hundred million dollars? He sells out, like, stadiums at $500 a head to 20,000 people, has multiple—I'll cover that at the end, but at the time of this video, which was made pre-Ben Shapiro deal, this guy was making nearly $10 million a year. Or, or maybe it was maybe more than that. And because of this, he vows to fight this to the end. To my last dollar to well, to your last dollar, actually. He has a a goal and he says, yeah. Oh, and for anybody else that maybe uh he might spend a hundred grand in legal fees on this. If it goes all the way to like the Supreme Court and all this kind of crap. That's like a week's pay for him. But no, you know what? Canada should pay for this. And we've got all these donations. Seventeen thousand U.S. dollars out of a goal of two hundred seventy-five. But wait, there's more. He also has a GoFund—that was Give, Send, Go. He also has a GoFundMe, which is at uh, what are we at now? Sixty-three thousand nine hundred ninety-seven U.S. dollars of another two hundred seventy. So he's just asking for like six hundred grand or so, I guess. This guy's donated $10,000. This person's 20 this person's 200 And you see some of these messages like, oh, thank you for fighting for us, Mr. Peterson. We, we need you to help. He doesn't fucking care about you. This is a fucking smart guy. He doesn't give a shit about you. This is from his tour. Remember this? All venue COVID vaccination requirements where in place are set by local authorities and can't be altered by tour management. Sorry, no pokey, no entry. That's how much he believes in freedom, doesn't he? He wasn't willing to cancel the tour or say, fuck you, make me, or I'm not doing it or do it for free just out of the principle that people need to hear the truth about what's going on because it's what you fucking believe in. Did you do any of that? No, you charged money. You toured the country like Kiss and put your face on lunchboxes. Now you want to bilk grandma and grandpa, make them feel guilty and bad that the fucking multimillionaire has to pay a small legal fee relatively to your income. You got to be fucking kidding me, dude. You want to see what this guy's really like? Check, check this clip out that I pulled from uh, I make a whole pe- documentary on YouTube. I recommend you check it out. It's called Resurrection Europa. This guy made it it's called Peterson Dismantled. This is what he has to say about his income. And, you know, and people, you know, they'll attack. oh, he's allowed to make his money. Yeah, of course he could make money, right? But I'm, that's not what I'm, I'm not attacking him because he's rich. I'm attacking him because he's rich and he's acting poor. He can easily pay for this, easily. Th- this would be the equivalent of, like, this is such a cheap, dude, the country is in dire straits. The cost of living is bananas and incredible. I didn't, a- and I didn't and could not, out of pride, bring myself to ask anyone for money, and I didn't. Other people did on my behalf, and I just had to accept it because, I, you know, let's face it, it's a fucking lot of money, and I need, I'm, so I had about $100,000 in, in the community raised for me out of my, you know, bills, which are substantially higher than that. <laughs> you know, but I did, it was a huge help, but I feel bad about that. I still spent, I've spent more than that of my own money because I can, and I'm not going to ask you guys for money when I don't need it. I don't need it. I can pay for it. I I haven't, I'm I'm okay. I got it. I'm not going to hold my fucking hand out and go, give me more though. I'm going to say I need it for legal fees when I don't need it for legal fees because I have enough money. That's why Give, Send, Goes, and GoFundMe's exist, Jordan. It's for people that are like, I'm fucking doomed. This is kind of humiliating, but please help me. I don't know what else to do. That's what it's for. This is the equivalent. You remember that scene from Cinderella Man? Great scene, greater movie, excellent story, amazing, true story. He goes into the boxing club after he's like, he's like destitute and he has to swallow his pride and come in literally hat in hand and hold it out and beg these guys for money so he can feed his kids and, you know, put the fucking power on so they don't freeze to death. It's not for people that make ten million fucking dollars a year to go, I really I, you know, I shouldn't have to pay for I mean other people should pay for why should I? Have you have you helped Pat King at all? Or any of these other fucking there's political prisoners all over the goddamn country. This whole time. This whole time did Jordan Peterson decide to start a GoFundMe for them? At any point in time. Nope. When did he? Just like when the fucking pronouns came by, when he got a taste of the machine. Oh, now I'm I'm outraged. Oh, well, that doesn't apply to me. Oh, well, now I'm outraged. Really, be outraged. I make
4: $80,000 a month on Patreon. Was oh, that all? My book is selling about 20,000 copies a week. I have royalties that probably amount to something approximating a fifty on each of those. Um, the tours garner about $35,000 to $50,000 an evening. I have a business that's generating, I don't know, um, something in the neighborhood of $200,000 $200, a month for me personally, there's some other smaller sources of income than that. You are making a lot of money out of this. I certainly am. And so are a lot of other people. I'm not ashamed of
2: making money. It's very hard to make money. Oh! So you admit it's very hard to make money, Jordan. So do you think it's ethical or correct or proper that a fucking multimillionaire, this is pre-Ben Shapiro deal, pre-second book, by the way, so he's definitely making way more than, maybe he's making 20 million a month now. I don't know. But since it's hard to make money, Jordan, do you think it's fucking appropriate to ask a dying, bleeding, on the ground, next-to-death country to give them your, give me your money? Oh, it's very hard to make money. That's why I think I should take it from these poor people. I'm the good guy. Oh, he's definitely not a narcissist. (laughs) Oh, and, uh, white people as a tribe don't exist unless you're talking about colonialism and slavery and all the white guilt stuff then they exist but that's the only time outside of that there is no collective identity you've never done anything good ever you can never be proud of anything your ancestors or family members or you yourself have ever done because it's all just it's all just crazy nonsense what a guy we make them different in Canada you know I I see Shapiro has trained you well, Jordan. I see he's taught you the art of the grift. Well done. His advice is so good and so needed for young men, he charges $500 a head. Because it's about helping people. He's a doctor. Trust the experts. Richard Payne says, Most of my buddies who got into JP also had bad non-existent relationships with their fathers. Most of what he says is what my dad told me. Liked him early on, being in the GTA and watching him fight the goblins really did become the grifter they said he was as of late. He was always just okay. And that's, that's true. That's a, good, that's a good synopsis. He was only always just okay. People built him into this, like, super figure of fucking righteousness and it went directly to his brain, obviously. Have you seen how this guy used to behave and conduct himself in public and how he does now? I mean, I, I have a fair... I have a number of suits. I like them. I enjoy them. But holy shit. <laughs> this guy's living like a fucking... Uh, living like a Prussian king over there. It's a little ridiculous. And yeah, he was just always just okay. He just said common sense things that weren't, you know... And that is really the issue. That speaks to a bigger issue, is that there are no positive male role figures anymore. And the few that do show up... Like Andrew Tate. I mentioned this. Like Andrew Tate. You see, I'm, tr- I'm trying, guys. Again, any semblance of a masculinity, masculine figure that's saying things that are even in the ballpark of, like, you know, ba- based, normal sanity. You know, people just pile in because they're so desperate for it. It's so lacking and so needed, and it's like a breath of fresh air. It's like medicine. And because of that, they don't see the rest of the, they don't see the warts and the problems with it, and they just turn this, you know, into something it isn't, and that's because there are, there's no, there's no men anywhere, (laughs) it's crazy. We've, uh, we've been pussified to death, basically, and that's why you've got all these fight clubs popping up everywhere, because that's really the only way to fix it. You need to rebuild this masculine culture of, like, man stuff, and not getting pushed around and beat up and shit on, because look where it got us. Do you like it here? I don't like it here. I won't go home. In my mind says, late to the party here, take my money. Well, you're just good, because that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing here. Like, give your bloody money to me. I'm only making $10 million. That was, that was in 2018, so, I mean, that was five years ago. He's He could be easily making $25 million a month, or a year. That's... He's making like professional hockey player money, you know? A like, good and a good one. Like a really good one. More than Sidney Crosby. <laughs> he what he he was getting paid eight point seven million a year for that was his favorite number. What else? Uh Sid says JP looks like he's from the fifth element or a Tim Burton movie with those suits. Yeah, like just really loud, obnoxious, kinda look at me, silly. Like I don't know. He's, he likes it. He likes the attention. It's obvious. Lois Lansky says, what if it's set up because people have asked him where they can send donations to help him fight the good fight? He's a toonie, you grifter. What? A toonie? Oh, here's a toonie. Oh, yeah. Um, he he sh- you're, That's not the point. He shouldn't be asking for donations at all. He's very rich. And he's he has positioned himself as this figurehead of righteousness he's on the good side he's the you know the pro-conservative anti-woke you know anti current thing um you know all of that stuff right he's your guy except you know you're gonna pay all his bills for him even though he's incredibly wealthy he can't be bothered to even sacrifice a week's pay because he's fighting for you allegedly is he is he doing that I can say this with, I'll fucking, you took me up to a lie detector right now. I am, I am actually spending a lot of my own fucking money and time doing this. And I could ask for money. I could set, you know, these fucking people too. And I know there's lots of you guys don't think this of me and that's not, but every once in a while you just got to say it and it's like, if I fucking wanted to, and I know this and I could have done this and I didn't. I could have sent out a message from jail, hamming it right up. You guys gotta help me. I'm gonna be. I'm fucked if I. I really need you. Oh my god. I probably could have pulled a t- two hundred thousand dollars. It's my maybe quarter million. I probably could have got if I if I really fucking went for it and really like called everybody I knew and just went full fucking dono mode. I did literally the opposite of that. And still, just out of their own initiative, the community, without me saying a word, pulled together a hundred grand. So it's like, cause you know why? Because I'm like, I don't need it though. I don't yet need that. I'm not on death. Sto- I'm not like, it's this or die. You know, it's this or I'm fine. I'm not out of gas yet. I'm not going to lean on other people who need that money as much as I or anybody else does. I'm not going to expect them to feed me so I can lay down longer. That's fucking, gr- no, dude. They're just taking advantage of people. That's all that is. So he's taking advantage of everyone because he's greedy. And he works for Ben Shapiro, by the way. How much more do you need to know? I I mean, again, it's just to keep in mind. I'm not saying like, kill, kill him! You know? <laughs> but like... Just so you know, that's who that guy is. So keep that in mind when he's talking to you or around, and you're considering what he's saying. Like, oh, this is the guy that's too cheap to pay his own bills, right? And fancies himself a fucking huge victim all the time and then doesn't stick up for anyone else. And only is always the Johnny come late to the party and then tries to soak up all the attention like he was always here when he wasn't. And all of that kind of shit. Remember? Yeah, just keep that in mind, though. That's all. That's all I'm saying. So I'm not really a fan, I guess, is what you could say. And I know some people that know him, and they're like, oh, you guys should get together. I'm like, I, that would never be, that's not going to be good. I, know. <laughs> I don't think, I think he might know who I am, and I don't think he likes me. And even if he if he knew me, he wouldn't like me. I, that's for sure. Um, Andre 300. Where's Andre 3000? This is the budget version. It says, take my money or get sent 30-day-old mayo on warm cheese. That's really gross. Uh, there is... There it is. A choice, not a donation. Okay. okay, I'm choosing to... T- I'll, t- I'll take it. I don't want the cheese or the mayonnaise. Thank you. Lois Lansky says, but there was a charity fundraiser for you while you were in jail. I didn't ask for it! I didn't send out a message and take my sad face and put I didn't do anything. He did the opposite. And he set up On both websites, and maybe there's more. Maybe there's a third and a fourth and a fifth. I mean, how much grifting is this going on? For something he doesn't need. He's taking resources from you that you need. Do you think you're in the same economic situation as Jordan fucking Peterson? And do you think he's going to pay you back? Because he could. He certainly could. He's not even borrowing your money. He's just taking your money. When he, It's like a drop in the bucket. Oh, I get $200,000. That's great. Yeah, that's a week's pay for him that he doesn't have to sacrifice now. People have had to sacrifice their fucking careers for this. Their relationships, their marriages, their friendships. Jordan Peterson won't sacrifice a week's pay. So, no, we're not on the same fucking level at all. The guy's barely here. He's in the fucking peanut gallery. Oh, I think shut up. Shut up, old man. You're not even in the game, dude. You're getting filthy rich to pretend you're in the game. And people want to get mad at me for wrecking their illusion about it. Their fantasy about this hero figure. Daddy, Daddy Peterson. Daddy Peterson's getting real rich while you lose everything. and He doesn't really care too much. He displays it all the time by his lust and greed. His lust for... You know, influence and money is outrageous. (laughs) Thus always, the tyrant says, and Jerry took the time to personally thank me for my donation. I try. I always read them. Every one of them. You think he's going to sit there for fucking hours and hours a week and talk to you? All the people that gave him money? No, he won't. No, he won't. He's busy telling people to clean the room for $500 a fucking head. Once again... Why are you i cl- I'm a clinical psychologist, I'm helping people, I want to help people. Oh, really, are you helping them by robbing them? Does it need to be $500 a seat? Could it be $80? I saw Metallica, one of a kind rock band, very mega world famous, sells out anywhere they go on planet Earth, anywhere they want to go. Fucking Metallica could go to Congo and they could sell out a stadium, anywhere in the world, it doesn't matter. They they and and I had a floor seat. I was about ten feet away from James Hetfield. That cost me eighty dollars for the privilege of their entertainment and their company for a few hours, for two hours, eighty dollars. Now, clean your room, guy wants five hundred bucks for the privilege of his his fucking mind blowing input. I I guess you could say. Are you saying you calling that he's overrated? Yeah. Yeah, big time. And it's really gone to his head. I don't think he's anyway. It would break the internet, but I you know. <laughs> that would never happen. He's never gonna talk to you. The guy's he's he's full neocon. He's full con Inc. dude. He's making money. I'm the enemy. They're on the he's on the enemy team. He's chosen sides. Remember I said there's two of the sides to the free you know, that happens at the corporate level at the big time level, right? That's he's on their team now. He's on team Monster. He works for Ben Shapiro. You know who Ben Shapiro works for? Right? He's not your friend. He's no he's literally, literally working for the bad guys. And pay pay my bills too. It's probably now it's probably like three days pay. You know? That'd be me like skipping one stream. Hey, uh, you're gonna have to take all of everything you get from one stream, and it's gonna have to go into your legal fees. Fuck that! I'm setting up a GoFundMe. <laughs> I'm gonna make everyone feel guilty and talk about how much I'm being persecuted. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna fight to the end. But by that I mean I'm gonna fight to the end of your dollars, to your wallets, because I'm not gonna spend any of my own money, obviously. And you can't even compare it to something like Trump either. Trump's trying to want, he's trying to run a presidential campaign. While fighting all this crazy nonsense at the same time, he's going to need about a billion dollars, at least. Oh, he's selling his mugshot on shirts. Yeah, I would be. You know, at least you're getting something in return for your twenty-five dollar T-shirt with his face on it. Ah, funny, it's a part of piece of history. And all. but what you're really doing is funding his fight and his mission and his campaign. That's what that is. That's what he's using it for. Would you rather him just be like, "Just give me
3: money for nothing. Just give it to me." You know,
2: I'm sure he does that too. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's just let's just move on, you know? I don't want to look at his face anymore. I don't like either of their faces. Oh yeah, there there it is. I'll just finish with the, with this. There's there's the one I was looking for.
4: Are you going to appeal this decision? This guy's such
2: a fucking weasel loser too. My god, he's gross. This is one of the biggest ass kissing boot licking fucks in the country. Are you going to appeal this decision?
4: Yes. Oh yeah, I'll fight it right to the Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah. This is an all-out. This is all out. Battle.
2: All out with all your money. For
4: me. Okay. I'm gonna break.
2: Because how do you, how do you physically fight like when they when you say I'm gonna fight this, what does that mean? Fighting in infers what? It means uh sacrifice, doesn't it? You're gonna put yourself in harm's way and you're probably gonna have to take some shots. If it's a physical fight, if it's any any kind of fight or back and forth where there is a competing will, someone else's will is aimed at you, and yours is like you're engaged in a in a struggle of some kind, right? and there's two competing forces, then it's likely, you know, there's going to be damage delivered on both sides in the run of any kind of a fight, even if it's really one-sided. Even if you beat the living fuck out of the other side, they may still get a couple of shots in. It's just, it's the nature of the, it's welcome to earth. It's what happens, all right? United States rolled over the Iraqi army like no fucking problem. They still lost a hundred, you know, if they still, people still got killed, still war, So how do you, what is the sacrifice in this situation? If you're Peterson, what does he mean by, I'm going to fight, it's an all-out war? You fight with your money, don't you? Because your lawyers do the work, because he's not a lawyer, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not entrusting this complicated skill set, which is what it is, be no different than like, I don't need to hire somebody to install solar panels, I'll just do it myself. Do you know anything about electricity? or? "Ah, How hard could it be? Extremely, extremely dangerous, actually, yeah. So how his method, the sacrifice that he's making, ergo fighting, is by paying lawyer money that he otherwise could have used for fun things, for presents, for fucking whatever he wants to do with it. He has to sacrifice it and give it to the lawyer. That's that's part of the fight. Except he's not fighting anything. You're doing it for him, right? When he could easily do it himself, he refuses, he's literally got his feet up, eating grapes out of a bowl... And he's like, oh, you go. Can you someone deal with this? <laughs> oh, to the last dollar. Yeah, to the last of your dollars.
4: Oh, yeah, I'll fight it right to the Supreme Court. Yeah, yeah, this is an all-out, this is all-out battle for me. Okay. I'm going to bring absolutely every single resource I have to bear.
2: Is his name, why is his own name written on this? Oh, this is the ugliest suit I've ever seen, by the way. What is he wearing? I guess it's like his logo in some kind of crazy color scheme, so I guess I kind of get it, but... Again, why? Why the pageantry? Why the Why the peacocking? Why the look-at-me kind of shit? Like, you're already... Everybody knows who you are. You're Jordan Peterson. Why do you feel this extra need to fucking get as flashy as possible, Mr. Psychologist? I, too, like to deconstruct the inside of people's heads, you know?
4: On fighting this I will make every single bit of it public are you going to appeal this
2: decision <laughs> not, not if they p- give you a publication ban you won't because then you'll get in trouble if you're not going to spend your own money you're not going to be going to jail you're not going to be doing that he's so f-
4: yes do oh, yeah I'll fight it right to the Supreme Court yeah yeah this is an all-out this is all-out battle for me okay. I'm gonna bring absolutely every single resource I have to bear on fighting this i will make
2: which again means your money
4: Make every single bit of it public
2: yeah okay like the like the fighting but the public <laughs> you'll pay the public will pay for it why should i oh and that's always the case man it, these politicians too and that's you know there's another example right trump spends his own money doesn't he he's losing money to do what he's doing so he's not doing it for money, which means he's doing it for other reasons. The biggest separation between our people and the enemy is that we're not doing this for money because there's no money in this. There's only punishment. There's only punishment and shittiness and struggle. That's what you're choosing to. You're gonna take if you're gonna join this side. Look forward to that. There's not riches and treasures and good times and high fives and chocolate cakes and unicorns over here. There's people go. There's people that go to jail. There's all of this stuff. There's (laughs) attacks and debankings and there's suicides and there's fucking rough goes all around, you know? But they do it anyway because it's what we believe in versus people that do things for money. And when there's an opportunity to prove they're not doing it for money, because we go for principle, they they don't. They they go on the side of they want. They protect the money. So things like that, when people choose money over principles, when they have an opportunity, like it, and it's not like, even if he only made five hundred grand a year, only right, that's still that that's not an, an earth shadow. That's not going to end your life. That's still not enough to like. I I think we're gonna have to beg people for money. Maybe you maybe want to. I don't know. What. Ten million a year, twenty million a year. I mean, how much money does he have? So this is a this is a tiny amount for him. This would be like whatever's in his pocket, and he's not willing to give that up. I don't know. Says a lot to me. A lot of people don't see it. They don't see the issue. Fair enough. I do. I have a big problem with that. I find that to be a huge red flag. <clears throat> anyway. A lot of that going around this place. We'll just... The CEO... I'm just going to play a joke now. <laughs> <laughs> Palate cleansing time! The CEO of United Airlines... Last month, the CEO, he announced of all the hiring for all the new pilots that are coming up this year. All Rob Schneider, is that who this is?
1: All the hiring for the new pilots, the main focus is going to be diversity. <laughs> what? <laughs>
0: diversity? Not the best pilots you can find?
1: <laughs> the ones with the most hours of experience? <laughs> you done before. Nope, diversity. I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of flying all the time with these white pilots landing safely and on time.
3: <laughs> Boring.
2: <laughs> I, is that Rob Schneider? I couldn't remember. Couldn't quite tell. All right, I played these, played those, played that. Oh, are we doing this? I don't want to do the new vaccine. Are we doing a new one? I hope not. Just go down, I got to refresh this page. We're good. Everything's under control. Fuck flying. Yeah, there's planes falling out of the sky these days. It's getting a little scary. Um you know, people with uh, blood issues, clotting issues and stroke issues and heart blowing up issues that you know, at altitude your blood, you know, the oxygen and it thins out and it can it can cause problems. So, remember I was talking about that years ago? When they first started doing this, I said, What's gonna happen? <laughs> what about the pilots and planes and stuff? And then, oh, sure enough, sure enough, down they started to go, huh? I heard there's a premium on unvaccinated pilots. Like, some pe- some people will pay you a lot to fly for them because they will not fly with the other kind. Wonder why that is. All uh, right. Take it, Andre? Yep. Yeah. Let's move on to this, something else. What else is going on? We got Okay, we're running out of time, thank God. Not really, but sort of. I could end this whenever I want. I don't know why I hold myself hostage like this. They got to do three hours. It, it has to be that way. Why? I don't know. I'm not in control of anything. I'm completely autonomous right now. Dildo ring toss, we talked about that. And, you know, the police are in on it, too. I just liked this. This was a good... This is a Calgary Police's official Twitter account. And they raise the oh oh it's got a different name. The progress flag with a capital P. This is what's flying in front of the Calgary Police Service headquarters. The progress flag right up there with the national flag. So it's good. That's what it's called now. I see. Um and if you if you know the history and the meaning. And the symbolism here behind each of these stripes and lines and colors and so on, you'll find that when you take a step back and look at it, there is uh, one group of people excluded from this. So this flag represents a lot of people, except except who? It's just homework, you know? It's just curious because they're not doing homework on anything else. Oh, I don't want an I want limited access. Oh, does this what are you doing? Oh, it, oh did it burn me because I left it open so long? I don't want paying for this website. It did. Is that what you Oh no, there you go. It wasn't like this before. But I can still read it. You know, the remember I was talking about earlier how there's like there's pro like there's real things to be worried about? like how record numbers of rapes year over year keep happening in England and Wales since 2008 thir- 12 and 13 there were 16,000 offenses of rape after this year 2023 offenses increased reaching a high of 69,000 cases Sixty nine thousand nine hundred and seventy three in the year of two thousand one, two thousand twenty one to two thousand twenty two. Uh huh. And they had like the chart here, but shortly after, like, gates open, you know, at refugees welcome time. Uh you know, you used you were I'm not paying for this to show it to you, but It dramatically spikes up every year. Every year, it's it's almost every consecutive year is worse than the previous one. Sometimes they go down a little bit, but that's just the normal ebb and flow of life. The trend and pattern is very clear. Rapes and violent crime are skyrocketing everywhere in the Western world that is following the mass migration policy. Not in Poland. For some reason, they don't have this problem. It's happening everywhere else, and there's no reason to think it gets better. Until you change something, why would it? You keep doing what you always do, you're going to get what you've always got. You keep doing what you've always done, you're going to keep getting what you've always got. What are you fucking stupid? Yes. Yes, the answer is they are stupid. Well, if we just hug them more and we just be more tolerant... And diversity and love and rent. Stab, stab, stab. You're dead, Alicia. But you can't, you know, the judge, you know, you got to worry about the legal system to get them. Canada's, you know, prevented the deportation of a criminal that was convicted because they used the wrong pronouns. Not a joke. stalled the deportation of a United Kingdom man accused of serious criminality because of the wrong pronouns used in a document. One day before being scheduled to be deported back to the United Kingdom over a conviction of assault causing bodily harm, uh, Colin Ewan was allowed to stay in Canada by a judge in a surprise decision. You see... uh, the government had referred to him using the gender neutral pronouns they them instead of he him which potentially violated his rights that's an insanely hilarious catch on his legal team's end now this this is so fucking crazy for so many reasons like that technically is the law now like it's a hate crime to not use the right pronoun to not use the right pronoun i know it sounds insane but as far as the canadian and it is insane as far as the Canadian law is concerned, that is illegal. So if you do this, you're you'll you could be charged with a crime if you misgender someone in this country intentionally. Or you know, so because of this, the whole case is thrown out and he can't be deported now. And his lawyer's caught that or somebody did. And the judge is like, oh, fuck, I guess. Great job, Canada." Keep voting in smart people that make smart laws because they got to follow whatever the laws are, right? And guess what? Stupid, retarded leftist people made this a law, and now another serious criminal stays in Canada because of feelings and woke and nonsense. Will they hurt someone else? Probably. Was it preventable? Yes. The gender identification is a protected right under the Charter of Rights and Freedoms. Oh, God. After questioning, he stated the use of the wrong pronouns kind of affected his sense of dignity. Oh, my God. It makes you proud to live here, doesn't it? Isn't this a this isn't this is an impressive country? It's really something to behold, you know. And it's you know they wide oh, oh, arms wide open for refugees and you know and and they choose to leave and go back to war zones. They choose to leave and go back to a country they came from that is currently being invaded by nuclear power armed Russian Federation. That's preferable to living in Canada because it's too shitty here. <laughs> <laughs> According to a recent CBC report, immigration refugees in Citizenship Canada are not tracking the number of outbound Ukrainian refugees, but the decision to abandon the country to return to their homeland is becoming common. Cited the experience of, I don't know how the fuck to say this. Balit Belitzke, Oleksandra who will move to Toronto to pursue a job, but found the cost of groceries unbearable. She's she'd rather get bombed than live in Toronto. I'd rather risk being bombed than live in Toronto. I was so terrified that I bought like only two ramens because of the prices. She can't she's living on ramen noodles. Yeah, fuck it. I'm going back in. Good job, Canada. It's a pro- you know, it's a place to live. It's really great. We got great leadership. We got great people. And like this guy, like I said, they're all rich and they like to use their wives to make money on the side. How many times have I said that? Well, guess what? Guess what's been uncovered lately? Special brown turban guy. His wife. Oh, she also. They also have a rental property. They're also multimillionaire landlords. Huh. It's wild how that keeps happening, right? While he sits here and criticizes the conservatives or the liberals, you're all the same. You're all the same. Look at these fucking clowns. I'm different because I have a special hat. No, you're the same piece of shit as the others. You lie for a living. You're a narcissist. You're a self-interested buffoon. A self-interested buffoon. Have let rich investors use housing as a get-rich-quick scheme. Says the man who's using housing as a get-rich-quick scheme. They all own rental property. They're all getting rich on the side, man. And they all make a lot of money. And again, you have to pick up the slack for it. That's why I called it that. You got to put your money where their mouths are. You feed them. Listen. You make all the sacrifices and we'll do all of the things, okay? Except they don't do anything. It's just you just make the sacrifices and they get rich. That's that's democracy. That's what we have. It's a threat to our democracy. Oh, it's so great. This is such a good system. It's working so well for someone. I know who it's not working very well for. Mostly everyone. Oh, we're going to go back to that. I need to go back to chat for a minute. Save me. Donkey, what's up, man? He says, Poland, Hungary, Russia. Man in mountains said Hungary in chat. What? Poland, Hungary. Oh, Hungary? Oh, another, you're talking about countries that don't have, like, uh, we need so much diversity. We're willing to let our women and children be hacked to death in the streets. Babies stabbed in the fucking stroller right in the park. Those are countries that don't like that. Oh, really? Yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. I think Hungary is also pretty, Bulgaria too, but I mean Bulgaria is kind of a mess. <laughs> I don't know, how is uh, the Czech Republic? I don't know. It's a little different in Eastern Europe, because they already did the communism thing, and they're not you know keen to return to, to return to a lot of that stuff, so. Still kind of fresh in the memory. I don't know. Let's turn that down. Oh, what time is it? Oh, God, we still got, th- what am I going to do for 30 minutes? Yell about stuff? It's not like there's any fucking shortage. This is... Remember- uh, I often have issues with this. It's just such a simple thing. You know, You we used to just have... You can't even do it anymore because all these companies are trash. I'm down to like A&W. That's my go-to because as far as I know, they haven't done anything woke. They haven't done anything stupid, crazy... And for some reason, generally, the people that work at a and I mean, there's some. They're around, but everywhere I've gone, A&W, reliably, there's not that many Indians working there. Not like everywhere else. Everywhere else is all Indians. Pita Pit, McDonald's, Tim Hortons, Subway, fucking falafel shop. All of it. Indian. You can't come in here. We are shitting in here. You don't want to go in there anyway. But AW is standing strong, standing tall still. Of particular note, and though they've taken them off a lot of the, the, uh, the signage, they are still, you can still order the food like this, and it's still on the menu. The Teen Burger. That's my favorite. I like that one. The Grandpa Burger is pretty good too. And the Mama Burger and the Papa Burger. They have a nuclear family of food themed items and somehow they've eluded all attacks and all the little faces and characters of the mama bear the papa bear they're all white people too <laughs> and still they've not so when 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 eventually i mean you want to hope but eventually i assume a and w will fall it may be i may be ruining this for them they're probably like, shut the fuck up you guys let me eat there for free for the rest of my life i'll never mention your business again but otherwise, the communists are going to find out that we like A&W and and they are going to try and cancel it. That's really all there is left to go. All right? I just want to be able to go and buy things. Anyway, there's a long... The point is, the simple things, like I just want to get a coffee with it. And you can't even have straws. They banned straws in Nova Scotia. They're made of paper. Paper straws only. Because the climate, you see the climate. Well, there's a thing about the paper straws. They cause cancer. So there's, there's that.
5: Remember those plastic straws that the environmental lobby demanded be banned in order to save the environment? Yeah. yeah. Turns out the thing that replaced them is incredibly harmful to the environment. Whoops. Paper straws found to contain long-lasting and potentially toxic chemicals. Poly and perfluoroalkyl substances, PFAS, which are long-lasting and potentially destructive to human health over time, were discovered in the majority of paper and bamboo straws tested. 18 out of 20 paper straws being used by fast food chains and restaurants contain PFAS. Turns out the coating on those paper straws that makes them water repellent also causes thyroid disease, increased cholesterol levels, liver damage, kidney cancer and testicular cancer. Yeah, you'd think they'd have tested for that before bullying everyone into adopting them. Turns out no. Used over a period of years, the chemical accumulates in the body. They also pose a risk to wildlife and the environment the study found. Let this be another resounding lesson. You're lectured about environmentalists and climate scientists being beyond question. In some countries, they're trying to pass laws that make posting climate misinformation a criminal offence. Yet their hysterical alarmism has not only been proven wrong, but harmful Time and time again. The mad dash to net zero, which began in the 90s with the European Union encouraging the switch over to diesel engines in order to reduce CO2, led to thousands upon thousands of deaths every year from pollution in the EU alone. Wind farms that don't function when it's not windy enough or too windy. Slicing their way through endangered birds before crashing and burning. Solar panels that in some countries are classified as toxic waste because they're almost impossible to recycle and end up in landfills. This all goes to the...
2: Are you hearing this, Harry? Harry! Do you hear this? He's your countryman. We got to get, if we get Paul Watson together with Harry, it's possible, but I feel like he'll only recognize him if he has the map behind. So we'll have to have someone follow Paul around with this map behind him all the time or no one will know who he is. He won't, he won't listen to him. It's the only way Harry will listen to him if the map is there. He gets confused without it for some reason.
5: ...to the point that any proposals to intervene in the environment should be treated with more scrutiny, not less. Which is why you should be extremely suspicious of anybody who lobbies for more silencing and censorship. Especially when it turns out that what they're advocating is more damaging to the environment than the problem it was introduced to address.
2: Want to support? No! (laughs) This is my chance. You have enough support, Paul. Let us have some. Let me. (laughs) Oh, that's good, right? Everything they do is is a mistake, it seems like. Almost sooner or later. It's like, isn't this a really stupid thing? No, you're just a bigot. No, you were just dumb, as usual, like this. Is this a good idea? No. They literally welded the doors open to the U.S. southern border. They cannot be closed. They've been welded open. Welded open. They melted the steel together so that they cannot be closed. Wonder how that happened. And thousands of people walk over the border every week. Hundreds of thousands, millions, and it's just a fucking free-for-all. And the country is falling apart, and this has been going on for years. The problem keeps getting worse and worse and worse, and now people are fleeing cities, and states are collapsing, and all the while they say, no, re, re, that's racist, re, orange man bad, and so on. Like, they're di- like, it's clear that this is, this is out of control. These people need to be removed. The people making decisions cannot be allowed to make decisions ever again. Anymore, the... I mean, these are catastrophic failures. These are—it threatens the stability of, of every of everything. Now, we're, now they're just openly talking about civil war on television. Great. And why is this happening? Because too many weak people—they cucked, they kneeled, and they and they acquiesced and they gave in to the because the they wanted it more. The will of the enemy was stronger, and everybody else was just fat and happy and content, living a nice, comfortable middle class lifestyle, weren't we? Things were pretty good. Land of milk and honey. There was no wars. There was nothing to worry about. I mean, historically, that was an unprecedented time period, post-World War II to recently. (sighs) Best time to be alive as a human being ever. So, you know, people were pretty lax. People were pretty chilled out and looking the other way a lot of the time. And uh, too much of the time, it was taken advantage of uh, by by Parasites, and now we're very, very sick, and we may die. We might not, but we might die. That's how sick we are. It's not to be, I'm trying to blackbill people, but uh, that's the situation. It's not like, oh, geez, we're going to have a bad year. Oh, next winter is going to be shitty, but then it'll get better. No, we might, this might be the end of civilization. Um,. Tough to say in twenty years what this is going to look like, but there's a really good chance that it's it's a nightmare beyond imagining. That's possible. It's possible. Shouldn't be. It should be impossible. That's my problem. It should be impossible. There should be no way. It should be so far outside the realm of possibility that no one could talk about it out loud, and it would be, you know, completely. It would be a joke. It'd be Monty Python. It'd be outrageous. It'd be ridiculous. Not. Gee, I hope that doesn't happen. Because it seems very plausible. And now we're talking about it at the highest courts in the land, really. You've got the most popular conservative influencers in the world talking to the most popular, you know, I guess, you know, right wing people in the world, you know. And they're just like, yeah, what what do we, do you think there'll be civil war? Yeah, I don't know. Not looking good. He might as well have said that. He could have said, probably. A lot of passion and a lot of hatred in this country. It's probably a bad combination. Yeah. It's been going this way for years. Everybody's been building towards it. Everybody now it's like even some of the normie, you know, commies are like, I don't know. I'm getting scared. Should we buy guns? You see them all on the internet. They're like, they all want gun licenses now. It's like it's too late. You don't know you don't even uh. The Pot. She boils, froggy. Boiling frog, where are you? We're all getting boiled in it now. (laughs) It's not going to get better. The integrity of the immigration system is at risk as international student numbers balloon. Nine Canada will host 900,000 international students this year. Apparently, Canada has so much space in our world renowned education, you know, post secondary education system, our universities. We have so many of them, and they're so big, and they're so popular, and they're so amazing that 900,000 people from around the globe have come to take part in them. That's one way you could say it. Or you could say Canadian universities. The government, using Canadian universities to import as many people as possible, plan to bring in 900,000 international students this year, displacing 900,000 potential university spots that Canadian kids could have. But instead of sending 900,000 Canadian kids to university, which we could easily afford to do, we pay how much money in woke nonsense garbage? $40 billion they just paid in fucking... You know the latest package for indigenous aid and whatever. We send aid money to China. We send aid money to Israel. We send aid money... There's so much money coming out of the ears of this country, getting donated left, right, and center. Every stupid bullshit, nonsense, woke, retarded cause you could imagine. We're getting robbed left and right. Every pocket is empty. Every eye bleeding. You know, we're getting absolutely raped over the coals with money for this and money for that, but we can't... Oh my goodness, no. We could never possibly do something as completely insane as invest in the potential of our own people and build a stronger future for everyone. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to take 900,000 spots in Canadian universities and give them to fucking Chinese kids and Saudi kids and Iraqi kids and Russia. Everybody from all over the world. Everybody else can fucking go there except ours because fuck you, Canadians. Because home team, right? Good. That's great. Just a million a year. And you know what? After four years of coming here and going to school, guess what? Guess what they're eligible for? Citizenship. You only have to be here for three of five years. If you're in five-year stretch and you spent three of them, and even doesn't even have to be consecutive, broken up, a three out of five years, guess what? You're Canadian now. That's all it took. I accidentally lived in Saskatchewan for two years. I'm not from Saskatchewan. I'm never going to be. It's a different place. They literally talk different. Two years went by and I was like, well, how long have I been here? That's too long. Three years is not a long time. If I go just chill out in Japan on a bender for a couple of years, it's like, hey, you can stay another, you know, nine months and you'll be be Japanese. I'll be Japanese? How? Oh, well, you've been here for a little while. Not even long enough to get a degree, by the way. You, You haven't even been here long enough to learn how to get a fucking philosophy degree. You're not qualified to have a amateur bachelor level degree in philosophy, but you are here long enough to completely change your nationality and culture and everything. Isn't that magical? Man, the magic dirt here is something else. Canada has got some serious magic dirt. So, whoa, no, no, no. welcome aboard. Do You think how many of them are going to fucking get citizenship? Uh, all of them? valuable passport to have in this world when we're just giving them away but i'm not allowed to have one (laughs) another lawyer working on that it's all it's all a good time it's all a good time one million migrants 900,000 fucking students 500 like how how there's no one keeping track of this is there what are the real numbers? I know they, they say we're over four hundred forty million now. When I graduated high school, it was like 31 million. 30 million? That was 2004. So not even 20 years later, the country has grown by 25%, which means, and most of them, almost all of them, of that growth are migrants, not Canadians, because our birth rates are going down and our death rates are going up. There's no scenario where we increased by 20. So a quarter of the country in the last 20 years came from somewhere else. What do you think the national fabric and cohesion looks like in a place like that? And what's it going to look like in another 10? What's it going to look like when half this country isn't even from here? How, do, how does that even work? How do you even make that work? You're going to th- this is so insane and it's going to just end in a fucking bloodbath obviously like it always does but we'll just oh we'll just all live together in a big happy no that's not what happens everybody tribalizes up and they pick out their little spot and they dig in and you've got Chinatown you've got Muslim town no go zones you've got fucking that's their into town over there, and all those are the Somalians over there, and this fuck, and it's oh the Eritreans over there, and they're fighting each other now. The Somalians the Eritreans, oh, they, oh, and the Indians are over there, but not the Sikh Indians. They're over there, and the other Indians are over there, and they're fighting too. <sighs> and this is all happening amongst our home, where can't like our home, Canadians, can't This is where this is our home. This is our fucking home, and these people have showed up, like, hey, let's just turn this into our own personal fucking circus town. That's how much respect they have for this place. They have so much respect for it. They shit on the beach so much that the beaches are closed now because there's too much human feces at the beach and people won't stop shitting at the beach in Ontario. So we've had to close the beach because it's a toilet now. Mommy, can we go to the beach like we did last summer? No, we can't go there anymore, honey. It's, it's a poopy toilet now. That's why there's big billboards put up that says, don't shit on the beach. But people still shit on the beach. So the beaches are closed. Progress. Is that on the progress flag? It is. It is. That is part of the progress flag, actually. BIPOC, black and indigenous people of color. Uh, Let's see. Yeah, that qualifies. That checks out. That's you. You're one of those things. Congratulations. You're on the progress flag. You know who's not on the progress flag? Me. Probably you. (laughs) Probably a lot of you. You see how this is happening? They're, they're stacking this up. It's it's hard to like find creative ways to explain this without also going to jail in Canada. So <laughs> I'm trying to work around it. Hopefully, I'll have a little more help these days because now, now there's no news. <laughs> now none of the normies can get the news on Facebook or Instagram. It's banned now because the government of canada in its ceaseless retarded childless temper tantrum you know like quest for power and influence and to make the bad people you know stop talking and stop ruining their fantasies um they've decided to pass this bill you know c18 which uh would require uh these media companies uh, facebook uh, was one of them to pay them pay the pay the uh, media providers like CBC global all these people give them money for host for putting their links and so on on their platforms uh so these companies were like no that's retarded we're not going to do that is this how you think you're going to like pay back you're going to cuz they have to keep paying for this the government has to keep paying CBC and all these companies to stay on the air because no one wants them at all at all, they would never, if they were left to their own devices, they would be bankrupt in eight months, maybe less, maybe six months. They need need bailouts every couple of years, sometimes less, in the billions of dollars to keep operating. So that's expensive, you know. So what the government saw is like, oh, well, we'll just make Facebook pay for it. That's where a lot of boomers and a lot of these people are getting their news. They go on the Facebook and I have the pages that I like and I go watch my stories. I go read my news. Well now when you load it up or you go to Instagram or you go to Fa- it says, oh nope, sorry, you're in Canada. Can't, can't have this here. All these pages are disabled and turned off. And now the media say because they're they're fighting with this now, uh, they're not even going to be able to put in place a lot of these controls that they wanted until at least twenty twenty six to sort this out this mess these people are incompetent buffoons they are evil yes and they mean harm yep and they're destructive and they're dangerous yes but they are stupid as fuck though that doesn't mean the other that doesn't mean the other things aren't also true are they are they very dangerous and destructive and and evil and awful and you know yeah but are they also very fucking stupid yeah that's good there are some weaknesses they aren't smart enough to foresee any of these obvious problems nobody in there thought what if facebook just tells us to go fuck ourselves and just oh they would they would never do that we are canada we are too powerful we are amazing we would never they did what do you mean they did it what They can't
3: do that. they are trying to, they're putting Canadians in danger by not
2: letting them read the news. news. This is a true story. That that synopsis is exactly what happened. now, Now they've got this. What a fucking mess. Oh, Jesus. Spend less time on your fucking perfect hair and drinking and driving, and maybe more time on what in the fuck are you even doing? Maybe that, Heritage Minister. Oh, jeez, did I fucking get drunk and crash my car again? Sure did. Oopsie daisy. Better go get a raise. I just thought of a Simpsons clip that I don't know if I saved. I hope I did. I don't think, though, though. Somebody sent it to me and was like, This reminds me. Yeah, no, it's not here. Shit. I have no idea where it was. It was The Cops. Did I download it? I don't have it. I swear I did. <laughs> Damn it. And it was like, this, re- this reminds me of CSIS. I'm like, Yeah, that, that's good. Um,. Damn. I can't seem to find it. It was perfect. It was just Yeah, I don't know. I'm not going to look all, all night. Fuck. The Simpsons was a great show. Um, police. <laughs> um, this is taking way too long. I seriously can't find it. This is wild. Damn, it would have been so much funnier with the joke. Anyway, I guess I'll have to. Is it in here? No. It was the one when Marge became a cop. Fuck it, never mind. And uh, they were trying to solve some crime, and they had all the. It was like burglaries or something was going on, and then a map with all these pins in it. And <laughs> Wiggum was like, ah, "Well, if I just move this here. and he started moving the locations all around to the the way he wanted to, and it forms an arrow, it points directly to there." <laughs> Made it point into an arrow to some house. It was like, that's kind of the Simpsons predicted Cessus basically. Well, we'll just see what we want to see and act like crazy people. Good idea. Good I idea. Oh, gee, you got a good one now, Chief. Yeah, I just, I just rearranged everything so I, I'm dead when I wanted and I uh, tried to make bend reality to my will, and well, now I'm standing here with my pants around my ankles and uh, I look ridiculous. Hey, you should have did it, Chief. I know, Lil. <laughs> uh, Clancy. It was an arrow. I, it pointed and formed an arrow. It pointed an arrow. What did you want me to do? You're the fucking detective. I, well, it pointed an arrow.
1: There was a goat man and a flag, and there was a picture
2: with masks. What did you want me to do? It formed an arrow. <laughs> it's so perfect. Who sent that to me? I need to see it. And now it's, I'm going to find it. And it's going to be not nearly as funny as I remember it now. And it's all ruined. This fucking whole stream is ruined now. <laughs> Never happened. Shut it off. I'm doing it again. <laughs> Why can't I fucking. Um, this isn't it. This is a totally different clip. But I'm just going to play it because I want to. And we're not on YouTube. And they won't get mad. So fuck them. Cops in Springfield.
3: Bad cops, bad cops, ah. bad cops, bad
2: cops. This is basically modern policing. At least Americans to- have that excuse. Their cops are paid nothing. Their cops get paid garbage. Our cops are getting paid like doctor salaries, and we this is what we have. <laughs> watching movies at the theater.
1: All right, boys, time to bag us a cattle rustler. What in God's name are you doing? Isn't this 742 Evergreen Terrace?
2: No, that's next door. <laughs> Close, but no donut,
1: cops. This is Papa Bear. Put out an APB for a male suspect driving a <laughs> car of some sort <laughs> heading in the direction of, uh, you know, that place that sells chili. Suspect is hatless. Repeat hatless.
2: Uh, that, come on. The Mounties, you caught. You guys have to laugh at this. The RCP officers that are forced to watch me. They might. That's you. That is literally you. Shut up. I've seen the reports. I know what you guys are like. It's an act. Stop pretending like you're super competent. We both know. We both know the truth. At least you can be honest with me. We both know. You and I both know what's going on. All right? There's still, you know, the aura of possibility that this is all not what it appears to be, but it's like you and I both know what's going on here, and come on. You can't lie to me. I'm not going to lie to you. We know what's going on. You guys are... Already, you guys are... <laughs> Ah, ah, what the hell are you doing oh this is completely wrong house yeah (laughs) all right country's falling apart we got crying women we can talk about all right this is the uh oh i don't want to get into this nikki haley they're just (laughs) yeah yeah people are talking about if you want to talk about that, the presidential, you know, the Republican can't, it doesn't matter. The whole thing is a giant simp fest to see who loves Israel more. Oh. Israel
4: that needs is the America. America needs on? Israel. Okay.
2: What are you talking about? It's just a man and they all, this guy's got a lapel pin on his shirt just in case you don't think you know that they have a substantial interest potentially controlling in, interest in America. Oh, it's a conspiracy theory. Oh, okay. Well, they keep flying all their most powerful people over there to sign bills and kiss their wall and wear their magic hats and, you know, basically kiss their feet and here they are arguing on the big, you know, one of the bigger stages in the country arguing over who should be the hold the highest office in the land about who worships Israel more. This guy's wearing flag pins on his shirt to denote his his virtue signaling. Here we have, you know, Netanyahu is talking, and, and they all clapped, and, and we need to help them, you know, invade Iran and or Iraq. They, they would love it if we didn't, you know, invade Iran for them. Uh, they're always on there telling how we got to, you know, die for them. <laughs> what? <laughs> tried to set up the Americans to fight the Iranians while Netanyahu tries to tell them to make sure we stay out of it. Make the Americans fight the Iranians and we stay out of it. Oh, in 2019, Israel was caught spying on the White House in Congress with expensive stingray device. Oh, oh, they were caught in 2019? Yeah, really? They haven't been doing this since fucking, oh, geez, at least they killed Kennedy. In 2021, they were implicated in the plot to extort Florida Representative Matt Gates and his wealthy father of $25 million. Oh, they did? What's the USS Liberty about? Ah. Where is this the clip I wanted? That would be wild if it just rolled into like it's like my subconscious somehow. Yeah, this is the clip. It's gonna roll right into this.
3: I looked. I was Victoria like, why is this
2: on my desktop? Like, oh yeah, this was why I forgot about it.
3: Who is Victoria Newland? Oh goodness gracious!
2: So this guy, this is—is uh, is this McGregor Douglas? Is that his name? He's a, like a pundit, and he's you know had some time around some administrations. I think he's a retired colonel, uh, military guy, army guy. So And he knows a lot of the players and stuff involved. And he's also talking to Tucker Carlson about a lot of
3: interesting things. All these hard questions. <laughs> hard questions. I, I do not know Victoria Nuland personally. I, I know Fred Kittigan and his brother Bob is married to her. And she's a long-term uh, committed neocon. Uh, this is someone I would not characterize as either Democrat or Republican. These are people with this agenda.
2: Listen very closely to what he's describing, and it's just, these are just words he's using. That's that's what I want to kind of, people get hung up on the words. I think they don't, they see, you know, what, what a word means to you and what it means to someone else can be completely different things, okay? One of a, a very charged word right now is racist. That could mean a lot of different things depending on who says it. What who they're saying it to, what's the, co- you know what I mean, right? So people take what they believe that word means to them, and that's that's what they took away from the conversation when that person saying it might not have meant it that way. These are just, we're trying to convey an idea. I have something in my head that I'm trying to make you see the same way I see it in my head, and this is how I'm I'm using words and, you know, it's just advanced symbolism, like ah, ah, trying, we're using advanced methods of that to try to make you get what I'm trying to say, so he says words like neocons, oh, that's it, it's just, that's the word he's using for this group of people that he's describing, that do certain things, and you know, different words, different, people. we're all talking about the same thing, but people create this infighting, and you know, to try and to try and deflect and obfuscate this. And it's like, this is, uh, you know, flying the ointment, you know, detail, tiny, microscopic. Like you're getting lost in the weeds. The important thing is that this is this exists. This this cadre, you know, these this group. Right? What did I say? This a cabal, a cadre, a neo whatever. These these things shouldn't exist, and they're doing bad things. These people are bad. Anyway. Um, check it out i thought that again tucker carlson
3: big audience hundreds of millions of people are seeing this i i know fred kagan and his brother bob is married to her and she's a long term uh, committed neocon uh, this is someone i would not characterize as either democrat or republic these are people with this agenda and the agenda says until the entire world is garrisoned by u.s forces and is converted forcibly to some...
2: The U.S. being
3: managed, you know, in whose interests? So whose forces are they really? ...form of democracy that we approve of. Uh, The world will not be safe, and we must continue to fight. And I think... That's literally the ideal of communism, by the way. In the case of Russia, Russia has special appeal, because I think these people have ancestors who came from that region of the world and have a permanent axe to grind with the Russians, uh, which, of course, I don't. I don't think most Americans do, and nor do I think anybody in government should shape policy based on whatever unhappiness their ancestors you know, experienced in, in a place like Russia. So I, I, that's, a, that's a nutshell, but I think that's enough. And wherever she goes, uh, usually there is conflict, crisis, and fighting.
2: I can't remember what that second part was. I just wanted to watch the McGregor one. I, can't, I don't want to throw myself off. I can't remember what that was about, so I'm just leaving it for now. But wild, you know, it's just straight up. Yeah, they're just—it's uh, just a vendetta. They're just running out there. They're not—they're not on one side. They're not on the other side. They're the Uniparty. Their shirt says Republican, or their sign says Democrat, or it says Liberal Party, it says Conservative Party. These are just names and words. What they mean to you doesn't necessarily mean the same thing to them. Oh, well, it says conservative. That's what you think that means. That's not what they... They don't give a fuck. When they write it down, it means a whole other thing. They're not playing on that team. They're on a whole other team you don't even... You're not even aware exists. There's a third team, the real team, and they're all on it. This this is all theater. There's team government, and there's you. This playing... This is their game they want you to play. You're their servant. And you pick which of your masters you want to worship. You know, I'm not living like that. That's gay. That's gross. I think if you're going to follow and support someone, which is how it should be, not as a serf or a peasant or someone who's basically working poor, it should be someone you choose to follow and support because you believe in that person, and that's why you're like, "That's that's who I'm following. That's my leader. That's who we've chosen. get fucking dictated to. Well, that's who they've provided for us. This is the guy they've given us and we're going to follow them now. And they're going to just say, uh, and they all get rich to do it. Lots of money. Long as they're all making lots of money. I'm I'm no. a lot of people are worried about that. That's what, that's why I keep bringing it up. They're worried that the politicians, I mean, what if they don't, times are tight. All right. Even Jordan Peterson needs money. He's not doing well. He's only making like twenty five million dollars a month, guys. He's only making like seven million dollars a week. <laughs> or whatever it is. Twenty five million a year, probably, right? Maybe thirty, I don't know. How much did Shapiro pay him? He's got another book, so probably, you know, how many sales on that? His Patreon's probably bigger than ever. His business is probably doing quite well. He's got those Shapiro connections now. He's probably doing. He's, he's and that was eight nine million then. That was twenty eighteen, five years ago, pre COVID. He's gotten significantly more popular by pandering to you know people with daddy issues and all these lost, scared people that want someone to follow, and they're ignorant, naive, and don't know what's going on. And that he appears like this kind of person that they should be listening to, so they do, and they give him money. He could probably be making in the neighborhood of thirty five million a year, in my opinion is it possible he's tripled his income since 2018? I'd say so. So maybe he's making 30 35 million a year. Anyway, the point is, he needs your money to fight it all the way to the Supreme Court. Because because this is Canada now. He needs this woman's money. He needs the Canadians' money.
4: So big news. It's official. I am leaving Canada in 2 months.
2: These videos are everywhere and they're not fake. It's not a viral trend for fun. This is cathartic for people. They're doing this as like almost in a way hoping that if if they say it out loud, maybe it somehow it'll someone will help them or something will happen. It's almost like a it is a cry for help. Look at her face. They don't want this to be true and they feel so upset and frustrated and broken and compelled to they they feel compelled to say something about this. I mean, they're basically fleeing the country. And taking the moment to record it and put it on the internet and go, before we do this, I just want to say to everyone around, I can't fucking believe that I have to pack up and f- run away from Canada because I just can't live here anymore. That's all. Just wanted to throw that out there. And it's worth it's worth these reminders because that's how far we've fallen. That's how much we've lost that women and people like this are like, oh, I guess it's, I guess it's over. Make sure you donate to Peterson.
4: <laughs> it's official. I am leaving Canada in 2 months. <laughs> I was actually really excited. My house is sold and everything's packed and man, I I fought to stay here so bad, but I just cannot find the care my kid needs and and it's just too hard. It's too hard to be here. I I'm just struggling in every area and the government just everything's gone downhill and this is not the Canada I moved to and I've spent more than half my life here 23 years and I've been so in it that now that it's final I just realized how sad I am and I hate that I'm being forced to do this and I'm leaving so many pieces of my heart here maybe one day we can come back but man I'm so sad that Canada is like this so big news <laughs> it's official
2: it goes on it's just a minute clip but it you know that's everywhere that's just that, that's nor that's there was a time when that would have been a viral video that's the problem do you know how many of those are around now people see it and they're like yeah next doesn't even shake doesn't even slow them down something like that two years ago Everyone on the internet would have saw it. It would have had fucking, there would be people writing about it in fucking alternative media. Now it's like, oh, another family destroyed. Oh, well. Next. It's an indictment on us all. (sighs) And Just so you know, this has come out. That uh, high-level judges may, you know, like Supreme Court or like maybe the ones that are doing inquiries and so on, they may have paid to meet the prime minister before their appointments by said prime minister. So, liberals cash for access events, which is extremely unethical. Borderline, is it illegal? I think it should be. That way rich people have a massive advantage over the poor because they can just pay for access to powerful people and tell them what they want, and then they'll do that. And the rich and the poor uh, go fuck themselves. Is that the country you want to live in? Because that's how it's being run right now. Do you think the conservatives are different? They're not. They may have allowed prospective superior court applicants to meet with top cabinet ministers. Oh, good. So what goes on at these conversations and these hey what can you do for me I'm the government you want to be a judge huh I may be able to make that happen for you but uh why should I That's what this is that's what these are for When they have these meetings and these you know events and these power players move in it's like a fucking draft It's like a fantasy league Like all right we got a bunch of fucking people in here that want my blessing to do different things for me, do they? Well, let's start the bidding at, uh, well, how much are we charging a plate? $20,000? What can I do for you, sir? You want to be a judge, huh? Well, let's see. What kind of judge do you want to be? You going to be a real woke one? You're going to be a good, really? Well, tell me about your beliefs. Hmm. I like what you're, you're saying a lot of things that I like to hear. Maybe I'll, I'm going to see what I can, maybe you might end up being a judge someday. Let's just see how it goes. A fucking break. Ah, oh, we're just paying for access to the most powerful people in the country, and then uh, we end up as... I mean, Yeah, there's nothing weird about that going on. Meanwhile, people are living in their cars, and everything's falling apart and going to hell, and fleeing the country and moving away, and, you know. They want to change the national anthem. Yeah. No. I don't think that's 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 going to fly. These fucking people are such shills. Right on the website, the counter signal. This is Keen Bexty. Who? Fucking <laughs> Just straight up, straight up shill. Straight, straight as it go. It goes. You click this link. You see at the bottom. It goes to uh, conservative.ca/slash/bring it home. Goes right to their website. Anyway, the World Economic Forum wants to reshuffle hospital wait lists based on race, calling it the Global Health Equity Network, the equity health initiatives that prioritizes and deprioritizes patients on the basis of their ethnicity. Guess what they intend to do with white people on that list? Back of the line, nigger! Nigger! You're going to the back of the line. There is strong evidence that addressing health equity boosts worker recruitment, retention, and productivity, grows businesses, sales, and market share, and protects the long term sustainability of a company by ensuring their license to operate. Oh, does it? Force businesses and organizations to comply with new health equity practices or risk losing capital by including it in environmental and social. Uh, environmental, social, and governance metrics. The ESG scores, that's how business works these days. If your ESG scores are no good, guess what? The money gets turned off. You don't want the money to get turned off, you're going to lose your business. Guess who owns the money? Guess who you got to make happy all the time? The cadre, the cabal, you know, the neocons, the they, the them. The things you can't say or you go to jail in Canada. Equity adjuster. One of the priorities is, is ethnicity, which provides a different score depending on skin tone. Straight up. Oh, well, you're white, so you don't need medical attention as much. <laughs> oh. Okay. That's fine. That's totally fine. Uh, I have this one up twice, and this one really fucking. I should probably download this. This one's gonna get you going, and then and then we soon we gotta go. I gotta get out of here in a minute. I'm getting hungry. I da, I gotta eat. This video is fucking <laughs> something else. And you know, it it shows the imperative of like we have to change. We gotta do something. This is from England. Yeah, there's a laughing crying emoji. Watch well, till the end. You're gonna want. What you're gonna see is this was uh, some some migrant guys, some Arab guys, uploaded this because it's so funny and hilarious. This is a homeless British man that they're mocking and making fun of, while in England, in his country, and they're living in hotels for free on British money, mocking and abusing the homeless of said country.
3: The nice
4: no? No? Huh?
2: woke him up and startled him isn't that hilarious in our own fucking backyard in your own country your own people in your own country just abused in the street like there is no end to it at all Nobody in the system is gonna protect you or save you from any of this shit. These fucking guys can show up in your house, break in, do whatever the fuck they want. You know what? They've already proven it. They had me I knew it was I knew it was like this. I had to like holy fuck. It's bad then. It's really bad. When there was a couple of dads in the United Kingdom, they tracked down, remember the Rotherham rape gangs and all the shit that was going on that they never talk about? Should be a Netflix documentary. There's just massive you know, human trafficking gangs stealing British children and girls and women and fucking them, killing them, trading them around and doing all the chopping them. Some of them were fed as kebabs. I'm not kidding. Some of these Pakistani guys chopped these and fed. Ugh. Some of these, two of these dads found out where their kids were being held in this fucking house full of migrants getting raped all day. Went down there, called the police. The police arrested them. Because hate. Hate crime. True story. Many of these gangs, they weren't prosecuted. Dude, it's a fucking... Because they're scared of them. The police aren't going to take these people. They know they're outnumbered. They They know what will happen. Have you seen the United Kingdom lately? You've seen the signs of these power demonstrations? Because that's what they are. You have 50,000 men in the streets with no shirts on going, They've fucking taken over, dude. They own your ass. What are you going to do? Go ahead, throw them in jail. You have fucking 10,000 guys outside that police station ready to go to town. Blow it up, shoot you, stab you, car bomb. What, are you kidding? Been doing it for years. Oh, what happened? Did your cartoon... Did you you write a cartoon? Did you draw a cartoon? We don't like that. We're going to go to your fucking cartoon office and shoot everybody. Ask the French. And if our so-called leaders, who are too busy vacuuming up vast quantities of cash in their rental properties, in their investment deals, in their real estate bullshit like the Premier of Ontario. Make no mistake, every one of these people is a criminal and they're all angling to try to find out how much of the pie they can cut off for themselves before the fucking rug comes out from under them. They're all getting rich. That's all they're doing. While this is going on, no one is standing up for these people. Last week we had the video of the girls in school being raped in school in their fucking schools being raped by migrant men. No one says a thing. And these kids are out protesting by themselves with no support. The cops aren't coming. The fucking police aren't coming to the rescue of teenage girls
3: in their own country because they're afraid. They would rather arrest you for talking
2: about it because they know that you're not going to blow up the police station if they did. meanwhile hey you can have thousands of guys and fucking oh look at all it's Khalistan now and they've all got swords and knives and they're all fucking we're or death to india we're oh that's fine why aren't they uh oh but if there's some honking holy fuck ruin lives boys shut her down put them in jail for two years deny bail freeze bank accounts hunt everybody destroy it all Honking means Hitler. Like, you're insane. You're such fucking cowards. You don't even... Rick, like... Actual danger and problems and threats you hide from, make excuses for because you're such a pussy, and you make up for it, or you, at least you try to, feign some kind of semblance of masculine authority by beating down on people that don't deserve it and have no means of fighting back at all. It'd be like if I went outside and grabbed a seven-year-old and smacked him to show you how tough I was after I ran away from a guy that robbed my house. That's the government of Canada. That's the Western government world we have right now. There's too many cowardly people. There's too much fear. Everything they run on is fear. And it's the job of the people that have escaped the fear prison or at least have it in such a way that I know it's not, I'm not allowing it to affect me. I'm aware of it and I'm fighting it and I'm not, it doesn't run my life and I'm not putting up with this shit and I'm not rolling over like that. It's the job of these people to try and, you know, free as many others as you can. But not only that, you have to build people up because even just, just because they're aware of what's happening doesn't mean they have what it takes to survive. What, what I was saying earlier, every every week, every time you bend the knee, you become a little weaker, a little smaller. If you're not if you when you stand up to resist, if you're not tall enough, they're just gonna fucking knock you over. You're gonna ah, you'll cower in the shadow of the fist they raise to hit you with. It'll look so huge and terrifying, you'll just shrink right back into the hole you came from. Unless you start doing the hard things, and taking responsibility, and being disciplined, and taking you know, taking yourself seriously, and and that way you start to strengthen yourself, and you start to become your power level starts to increase, and then when you step out to to get in the way, and that fist get raised at you, it can be big and intimidating, but it's like I can handle this, I'm not afraid of it. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a time, but you know we'll figure it out. That's the difference between someone that's going to fight and someone that's not going to fight. And if you're allowing fear to make your decisions for you, you're not going to, you're, you're fucked. The whole thing is designed to keep you afraid so you don't reach that point. They're trying to keep you contained in a prison of fear so you never fight back. Because if too many people do fight back, it's over. They can't possibly maintain uh, control over this many people who don't want to be controlled. There's not enough guns in the world. There's not enough robots or drones. It's not a fucking possibility. They, oh, there's armies. No, they don't. They don't. They're not even anywhere near close to having the numbers. This has to work. The fear has to be maintained. And that's, that's something that bothers me because as things ramp up, we know what they're capable of. What they what they may do if people start getting a little uppity to reinstill that fear. I mean, I don't know. War is hell, isn't it? Saying that, I want to play this last clip here and then I'll and then I'll get out of here. This guy, I don't I didn't recall, I didn't catch his name, but one of the guys told me he's a he's a very uh famous or influential uh uh flight trainer. He's a coach, he's a jiu-jitsu coach, I think, or a BJJ coach or something. <clears throat> and he's telling the story about, um, you know, the guy basically puts a plank down and runs between buildings on it, like, oh, uh, way up in the air, you know, 10 stories, something like that. You fall, you die. You know, he puts a board down and runs across it just to demonstrate that he's a fucking maniac, right? Um, so he tells this kind of story, but it's all about perception and basically the message of the story, because I'm going to just bounce here as soon as it's done, <laughs> I think, yep. Yeah. Yep, sounds good to me. Well, let me check the. I'll check the chat first, and then we'll, then we'll watch it. But once it's done, I'm gonna get out of here. But uh, everything is about your perception. You, like I said, the most powerful thing you'll ever have is your mind. That's the last thing. That's the most important thing. If you have that, and you're healthy and strong in your mind, you have control over it. You could do a fucking lot of things, man. That's why they seek to control it. So, why do you think it's so important that people think the right things? and they hear the right things, and they don't see the wrong things, and they don't support the wrong things. This is controlling the minds of people. They're controlling what the inputs are and guiding them. They're curating them a certain way because they don't want them to go in other ways. They're, they're being controlled. They don't want people to know that, that if you can do that de- de- through constant debasement, through making you softer and weaker, everything they do to make you weaker, every time you give in to a temptation, every time you sleep in too long, eat too much garbage, cheat on your wife, do drugs, drink, whatever it is, there are things out there that can present themselves to you as an option. And you must make the choice to not do it. Maybe it's easy. You go, oh, man, I'm not doing that. Not always, though, for everybody and for all situations. But if the more you do it, the stronger you become. You're building your willpower. It's it's increasing. You're becoming more powerful. When you do the opposite, when you constantly need to satiate every need, every desire, you give in to everything, every temptation, everything you want all the time, you're not a strong person. You're incredibly weak. You can't deprive yourself of anything. You can't go five minutes without, me, 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 all the time. I need, I need, I need. I got to do this. I got to. You can't suffer. And through that, they've built an entire generation of people that are very weak and soft and scared of everything because they've been protected from ever having to really suffer in the right way. They've made them suffer in all the wrong way. Suffering on all kinds of drugs, pills, prescriptions, demoralization, propaganda, making you feel small and pathetic and awful and hopeless and all of this kind of stuff. Distracting you with bullshit that doesn't matter. Pumping your head full of garbage that's destructive and toxic. Making you chase things that are going to make you miserable and want to kill yourself. And then when you want to do that, luckily there's a government program. We can carry that out for you. Oh, you want to kill yourself? No problem. Take a number. Get in line. All of that was the genesis of how that went, your whole life went. It happened in here. And you let them control what went on in here and what goes on in here is de- determines what happens out here in the world, what you do, what you don't do, all these battles, these decisions the overcoming the fear, succumbing to it, kneeling to your temptations or fighting them off, all of it, ha- it's all in here and it's all you and you're the only one that can fucking do it and they want you to lose, because the more you lose, the softer you get like clay you don't want to be like clay you want to be like fucking hard as fuck, you know? <laughs> Ryan, uh, I'll read a couple of these and we'll get out here. Ryan says, finally two Republican, pure-blooded Indian-American presidential candidates arguing about how much money the USA should give to Israel. We're finally on the right track. I, you know what I mean? I agree. He said, I love when I open my gun and see my rope in the live streams. Donating a knife to show my support. Thank you so much, Semtex. Homemade Nipom. 3D printed giggle switches and automatic weapons. And we're not done, Ceasus. It'll never be over. It'll never be over. Uh, Marlboro Man, thank you very much, sir. He says, no running. I will plant my feet in the ground where my great-grandfather homesteaded, where my forefathers broke the ground and survived through sheer will. Not running, fuck you, make me. If you're ever going to fight for a place to live, doesn't that make the most sense? Like, I, my, my blood and my family and my answer we've been here our, for hundreds of years. They're all buried around here. Ah, you know what? Take it. I'll just go start over somewhere else and... Well, what happens when somebody wants to take that from you? You're going to fight for that? You wouldn't even fight for your own home. You're not going to fight for this place you've been in 10 minutes. Are you? Maybe you will. I don't know. I'd 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 be. I'd find it unlikely. Uh, and he says, late to the cat. Thank you uh, again, sir. He says, late, uh, out enjoying the outdoors. Good for you. Did a 515-pound hip thrust today. <laughs> so we can watch out, ladies. Legs are making me move a bit slow. Here's my penance. Thank you. Appreciate it, man. And Broken Pipes says, I put the odds of a civil war in USA in the next 36 months at 50-50. She either will or she won't. If it's going to happen, I think it's going to be soon. Um, unorganized townships. It was interesting to learn exists in Ontario. Canadian sponsors, says, yeah, ask Derek about that. He's all about that stuff. Mr. Harrison, if you can find him. He's out there. Um, holy fuck, there's a bunch on entropy now. Uh, Donkey says Hungary is not keen for Russian communism. We fought the Nazis and the Commies, but in today's political climate, the West is the enemy. Hopefully, the East stays multipolar, respectful of culture. Richard Payne says A.W. Cockman they got rid of sausage and egg,er and the bacon and egg,er. <laughs> I'll. Mm, I don't consider that a... Co- I It's. I. I see what you mean, but I don't. I don't necessarily see it that way. They just were like, you know what? Maybe they felt that with that one would have been too easy. You know, that might have been too easy. But, uh, you know, long live A&W, long live the Red King. <laughs> King Harry on the throne, in board shorts with pit vipers, smoking a cigar, just fresh out of his Apache gunship mission, eating a teen burger. That's, <laughs> that's my... That's what I pray for at night, just so you know. That's what I want. That's what I want. The real Bret Hart of the Aguilón says it's not Jordan Peterson, it's Dr. Jordan Peterstein. I forgot, right. Rabbi Peterstein. Man on the Mountain says stop feeding them, and they will very soon stop shitting on the beach. Yeah, well, they get all the food bank money. Come to Canada. You can eat for free. You go to this place. They just give you food. They're so stupid. No, it's not free food. It's supposed to be for poor people, but we don't care about them in this country, do we? We just give money to (laughs) Rabbi Peterson. Our food bank donations end up digested by our invaders on our beaches. Yes, correct, Tenacious Fee. Thank you. Cam says check your DMs. I found the Simpsons clip. All right. All right. All right. We'll watch that and then and then we'll get going. Fuck yeah, that is the one. Fucking look at you! I did not describe that well. How did you? What search terms did you use to fucking? Hello. Oh, that's great. We'll get that in a second. Uh, Chet, sad state of affairs when the Canadian dream is to leave, right? We're not doing good, guys. We're in rough shape. Atrazineed amphibian says Uncle Ted called a lot. Uncle Ted called a lot for this. For Phillips' habit, <laughs> a gun, bomb, knife. Thank you very much. Donkey says clay is hard when in the fire. Very true. This is a great point. Cam says he has searchtism. All right, we'll watch this and then. So, before we forget, I we're glad we found we found real life footage of the Cesa Staglon investigation. Check it out.
5: Hello, police. Are you sitting down? Yeah.
2: This is this is the people that were. This is the Twitter people calling calling the RCMP to tell them about Staglon. This is perfect.
1: Hello, police. Are you sitting down? Good. I wish to report a robbery. A robbery, right. Thanks for the report. It's another one, Lou. 723 Evergreen Terrace. Well, there doesn't seem to be any pattern yet, but if I take this one and move it here, then I move these over here. Hello? It almost looks like an arrow. Hey, look, Chief, it's pointing right at this police station. Let's get
3: out of here!
4: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Hello?
2: Ah, bring dude those old simpsons episodes are money especially if you're young i've just taken advantage of this because i've just realized recently i'm old i've not been in my 20s for a long time right and there's some people out there listening to me that probably weren't even alive when these fucking shows were on and if you think dude the season what is it like three to like nine of the simpsons is like the gold standard of hilarious cartoons it's (laughs) it's incredible and timeless never gets old. Some of them are just still brilliantly funny even today. So yeah. All right. We got all that covered. Good. All right. So that lastly, anyway, I got sidetracked the whole thing. Be hard to make a clip out of this now because it's all chopped up. (laughs) Doesn't matter. It's not the point. I'm not trying to make clips. I'm not trying to, we're just, you know, doing our thing and I'm just trying to help a little bit in whatever way that I can. And that's just, I'm, I'm just, th- this is how I've learned to do things. You don't have to do it. You don't have to see the world the same way. But I'm telling you, man, every time you you let the d- door open to these kind of ideas, impulses, or whatever it is, and the, and you know, part of you knows this isn't a good thing to do, right? What is that? We all have that, don't we? Or most of us. The goblins don't. They're soulless, demon, monster, crazy people. But the one, those of us that have souls and are human beings... we We know when we're doing something we shouldn't be doing. And you feel bad, you know, and it's like, but the more you do it, the easier it gets to do. And the less of a big deal it becomes. It becomes normal after a while. And then it's not even bad. It's just something you do. And then maybe there's something else. And then you slip a little further and you slip a little further. And after a little while, you don't even recognize who the fuck you are anymore. You've changed. Changed into something else. But the good news is you can do the opposite. It's all about how you perceive things. And I, and I really, this clip is going to, you know, kind of drive that home, I hope. And if you believe that, because it's true, and you should believe it, you can climb your way back from the worst pits, you know, one piece at a time. Instead of, instead of looking at the situation, whatever it is, like this giant monstrous obstacle you can't possibly defeat. Maybe you're obese. Maybe you're an alcoholic maybe you just th- you maybe you're just part of this whole thing and you're like how are we ever going to succeed the size of this fucking problem we're in if you think of it that way you're dead <laughs> you're not going to make it it's paralyzing it's too much so what you do and this is, again, something we were taught in the Army. So you focus on something you can do. What can you do? You don't know what to do. You don't know what's going on. Find something to do and do it. What is, a, what is a small, piecemeal, one objective thing that you can do? You can't do everything, but don't let the fact that you can't do everything, you can't let solve the whole problem, you can't win the whole war by yourself, stop you from doing the something that you can do. What is there something that you can do? Do that. You've done that one thing. Now what? Maybe it was minor. It wasn't much. It was hardly anything at all. It was just, you got to zoom in to see it. But there it is. Right there. There it is. A tiny, paper thin, but there it is. Improvement over where you were the day before. You start stacking these up after a while. Hey, it's half an inch high. You can actually see the difference. It's not a lot, it's not impressive, it's not life-changing, but there's a difference. But this is indicative of something that's like a science. The more I do this, the stronger I get. So if I do this a lot, right? And that's how you, you build momentum, and you cl- it's like climbing a ladder. You go one rung at a time. You don't look at the top of a mountain and go, how the fuck do I jump to the top of that mountain? You just start walking. You conquer what's in front of you until it's under you and then you do the next one and you just keep going until you win or you die and you know they'd say that that's extreme that's an extreme attitude isn't that kind of extreme that's how men used to just think all the time that, that was just an accepted like like you don't give up you can't do that everybody knows that check this out
0: a hey, put a plank between the two buildings and he walked across the plank once twice three times and we just couldn't believe it it was like to us it was like a guy who walked between the twin towers you know put a line across and famously it it couldn't have been any better we just were howling we couldn't believe it. it was incredible but at the end he came down with his plank and he put the plank on the ground and he asked us all to run across it and we all did And it was easy and then he looked at us and he said something I never forgot he said the plank is the same I put it up higher and so it took your breath away but you guys just ran across the plank the plank didn't change your perceptions of it did and he's right that's the difference between the gym and the stage there is no difference. The plank doesn't change. Only your perceptions change. That's the emphasis that I put on my athletes. It's the same thing you do every day. Everything else you see—the lights, the people—that's all an illusion. They put a plank,
3: right?
2: The perception is everything. It goes. It goes from even attempting something or succeeding at something to not or not doing it at all all depends on just how you feel about it. Guy puts a plank between some buildings in the sky, you know and they walk across, oh scary, what if you fall? Yeah, but the act is what? You walked on it with your feet from one side to the other. you could do it on the street. why can't you do it up there? It's not like there's you know gusts of wind and so on. just all things considered. what what is what is physically different? What is happening? Does the world care? Is the building going to try and shake you up? No. The reason it's frightening or is, is because of this, isn't it? That's what's going on in here. And that's the point he was trying to make. And that's the difference between people that see something that go, oh, that's impossible, versus people that go, no, it isn't. I'm going to give it a shot, and I'm going to take it one piece at a time, and we'll see what happens. That's how all great things have been achieved. Momentum and discipline will take you a fucking long way. Now I need to eat some AW hamburgers. I'm starving! I need some. I need some bigot burgers.
3: That's it, that's all. Thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. hope you had a good weekend, and I hope you have a good week.
2: I hope you do something positive with it. you got to keep it under control. The fight's in here. You lose in here, you lose everywhere. You win in here, you might win out there. Simple as that. I want
0: to stand up 100 feet tall Because fear will never leave
4: my way
3: RaisingDissident.com for all of my social media links, Telegram, Substack, and
2: TheGrip.shop if you want to go buy some cheap Chinese slave garbage. Because we we got suitcase bombs we got to pay for, apparently. Philip owes people money now. Great. I can't wait to meet the people Philip owes money to. I have to have a chat with Bad Grandpa after this. I gotta get to the bottom of this. I feel like I'm in danger. That's my only my only request. If I'm in danger, let me know. Just be fair about it. That's all. My way.
4: Ready
3: to run. Miles Thank you so much guys, I appreciate it! I'll see you next time. Six I'm up with Tyrannus. Program! Don't fucking surrender! What are you doing out there?
2: I d I can't see. I'm not getting closer than this. I won't. Because you won't tell me what's in the suitcase. I'm not gonna. Don't don't hold it up and show it to me. Don't get closer to me. Don't come. Don't come here. I don't want to see this. No, Phil, this is this is culpability. This is mens rea. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna have a guilty. Hey, hey, co- I'm gonna know what you're up to. If you. Oh, for fuck's
5: sake.
1: Yeah, it's a nuclear suitcase like bomb. I know. Come it probably is radioactive. Hey, yes. Hey, hey, is it.
2: What's the tick? Is this song is coming longer, out of the box? You don't find that ominous?
4: Loves what happens when stronger. the song ends, Phil?
2: Come, what Do you ever come back! Oh, he just dropped it and ran away. Love from
4: me. Does
2: anybody know how to? Every day it's getting closer, uh,
3: going I got a minute and nineteen seconds a left to figure coaster, out.
2: Love like yours will come Maybe it by. just. Wow! Look at that. Yeah, no, I just, I just pulled the plug. You know what? I bet they thought no one would ever th- think it would be that easy.
0: Can't believe you tried to blow me up with a nuclear weapon, Phil!